Welcome back to the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. It's me, your co-host, Kevin Clark. Uh, across the table from me is... Travis Boat. Yeah. Next to him, and also to me... Matt Lynch. Hey. Caddy Corner. Caddy, Caddy Corner. we got to make a thriller someday called Caddy, Caddy Corner. Corner. Caddy Corner. And it's a, well, I don't know what it's about. What happened? Guy there. works in one of those cat cafes. Oh, it's about cats. Well, it could have cats in it. Okay. Okay. No, the I like Caddy that. Corner I like that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a good hook because like people love, people cat, love cats. People love cats and all that. Cat videos and shit. So he works in a cat, and but it's catty corner to where maybe he's, uh, it's uh, catty corner he, to where uh, serial killer keeps murdering people, <laughs> and he's making cat videos on his phone oh. and sees in the like in the you know oh, in the shit. background of the video he yeah. sees the serial killer yeah. kill somebody and his it, cat his cat business is called catty corner right exactly Ooh. it's very it's very modern too because people like cat videos because of the internet and so it's all about YouTube yeah and, and we'll get too. James Spader and Keanu Reeves to be in it. <laughs> And we'll, we'll ruin it. We'll trick Keanu Reeves. We'll trick it. It's apparently very easy to do. Yeah. We'll somehow get James Spader and Keanu Reeves and make it the worst movie of all time. Yeah. We'll w- waste both of those talents. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know what we're you know, talking and you about, know what? Let's, you know what? <laughs> we'll hold talk on, about hold it. Hold on. Before before we f- are finished casting our dream movie, let's like let's throw let's throw Marissa Tomei in there for two scenes. Sure, yeah. she can play the cat. Fuck it. Why not? Let's squander Marissa Tomei. Or maybe no, she's like a nice customer with a cat who comes into the hmm, cat place and like they, maybe, maybe. She's, maybe she's got like a little crush on yeah. a guy or he has a crush I on mean, her. I mean, nobody has nobody has has uh, has done that before, right? With this no. exact cast, Mm-mm. murder is just around though. Watch corner. Oh, oh wow. What? Yeah. Let's <laughs> get on the same page, guys. Fucked it up. The There's money corner. at stake here. Murder is Jesus just around Christ. the catty corner. Yeah. This, we're talking money here. This is business now. <laughs> we're talking business here. Time is money. You know, and also Which I doesn't think... explain why Kevin was 12 minutes late. 12 <clears throat> minutes I could, late I could to recording exp- this podcast I could explain today. it, but it would be boring to the listeners. So I'm not well, going to be as boring then. as it was for us waiting make, for you. Make up some reason Traffic. that you were late. Ugh. No, make something up. Is that the, is more boring than traffic? I saw I saw a murder. Okay, I witnessed a murder while I was making some cat. And videos. you just watched it happen? Yeah, I forgot to pour my phone out and stuff. I didn't call the cops or nothing. I was already late. You didn't call the cops or nothing. I said I was going to be were... ten minutes late because of traffic, and then I was like, I'll be a couple minutes later. And it was because this murder was happening, and I was like, Fuck! How long is this going to take? You just had to, you just had to stay there like, and watch the murder. It was blocking my car. Oh, the murder was blocking. Yeah, your it was car. blocking my path. Someone my was car. murdering someone in front of your car, and you were like, you were like, get out of the way! I honked. I gotta get somewhere. I honked, and the guy did the one minute thing with his finger. Uh, he's like, I'm <laughs> almost done <laughs> with <laughs> this murder. And you're like, you like tapped on your watch, yeah. and he was like, I'm trying. To- <laughs> look, I'm look, I'm trying to get this done quickly, but you honking at me. You know, he was, I could sort of. Life is clinging to this you person like a disease. You would have called the cops, too, because, but you had your glasses off, and you're not supposed to be driving with uh, those, so you'd be a bad witness, like in the bedroom window. Like bedroom like, window. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah Wallace Shawn would just demolish you I'd be you the worst the witness and the worst witch. Did you have your glasses on, Mr. Clark? Oh. <laughs> 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 gotcha. Now, I mean, because I did take my glasses off uh, after the guy said one minute because I was going to take a little nap oh. while he was, like, finishing this murder. Oh, yeah. That's that's always a good idea. Like, make did you up see for who lost got sleep? murdered? Who got murdered? I don't know. Some fucking some person. Fucking you're making person this up. Shit. Kevin, you're making it up. So, say, a senator or uh, <laughs> a celebrity. <laughs> it could have been Carrot Top. I don't Carrot know. Carrot Top. Thank you. <laughs> Carrot Top was being murdered. Yeah. It was Tony Danza. <laughs> Tony Danza was being murdered in By front of Carrot Kevin's Top. car. The, the murderer needed more time because Tony Danza works out. Yeah, and so does Carrot Top. We've it all was, seen Carrot no, Top. It was, works it was Tony Danza dressed up as Carrot Soul. Top, 
and it, it appeared he's up as he was wearing top. one of those muscle yeah. suits in a, in a red clown wig yeah, yeah. whoa yeah were you that's there that's what Carrot Top says right? I don't remember I don't remember if you were there or not I was the cop alright 12 minutes okay fine alright so, <laughs> you're forgiven thank you uh, I'll, 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 I guess I'll call the cops after this but I'll probably forget by then so it was too late at that point it was gotten away it's, he got away. He got away a while ago. Tony Danza works he out. Waved, he waved goodbye. Wait, wait, wait. Is Tony Danza being murdered or the one murdered? Tony Danza was being murdered by okay, somebody. Maybe else. he was yeah. twins. Maybe he was twins. The guy who oh, was murdering was Tony Danza's twin. The guy was wearing a Tony Danza mask. Oh shit! Yeah. What if Tony Danza got murdered and then his twin, Tony Danza? I don't know what it's. What's Tony Danza's twin's name? Roni. Roni Danza. <laughs> Tiny Danza. Ro- I was gonna say Tony. No, it's, it's Tiny Danza. Tony Tanza. Tony Tanza. He has a different last he name. He wakes up from a dream in which he's being murdered, and then. Oh. Uh, well, we're referencing one of the movies that little, we're talking about again. Little, again, a little, getting a little too far ahead. And speaking about movies that we're talking about today, we're talking about movies. <laughs> Do we get all that out of our system? Or yeah, are we like all I loose think we're done. Go, we're man. all loosey goosey. It's time to get down to the the real meat of this podcast, which is like two <laughs> hours of us talking about movies. Yeah, we're gonna not be loosey goosey the rest of the podcast. <laughs> nope. It's gonna straight, very st- focused. Beware of tangents and whatnot. <laughs> Today we're we're doing James Spader. Yeah, we're doing uh, a little a little Spader, podcast. Eight, we like Spader, to call. Sp- have your Spader's pets, a freighter. No, have <laughs> yeah. your pet Spader neutered. Yes, have your pet Spader neutered. <laughs> That's what we're calling this one. <laughs> I might just shorten it down to Spader uh, neutered. Just a long. If title. anybody's listening to this, can uh, if people are listening to this, if you have uh, remedial Photoshop skills, can you? I want you to send us your best, uh, like ad, like. Uh, what would you call it? PSAs of spader? Like put a spader head on an animal, and then that's the spader. <laughs> yeah, spader, spader head, your, spader spader head on uh, Bob Barker. Uh, like when he's holding that weird tiny. I want long spader. Mic. I want spader on a puppy that says spader neuter. Spader pets. neuter. You know they got they got the new match game, and they gave Alec Baldwin the tiny long mic. Uh, I bet he insisted. Get me the tiny long mic. Anyway, if you put or if you put if you put it on Bob Barker or or a James Spader head on the on the tip of the tiny long mic, then that's fine. Too. Anyway, Tiny Long Mike wasn't that a pirate yeah. in a Robert Louis Stevenson novel? <laughs> <laughs> it's Tiny Long Mike. Hark! <laughs> All right, so uh, what so are we doing? Spader, James Spader, James Spader. 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 Three, three James Spader three James thrillers. Spader yeah. All of them pretty fucking weird. Uh, one of them is one great. of them. One of the worst movies we've ever. Probably the worst movie we've ever ever done. One I, of them, I one really, of the I, best I, movies I really we've like, ever done. I really like two of them, and then one of them is the worst thing ever. So let's just get we're to do, that one. Yeah, we're gonna end. Okay, we're, <laughs> we're doing. Going backwards. We're going backwards uh, chronologically, <laughs> and we're gonna start with <clears throat> the Watcher. Which, uh, well, we'll get into it. And then we're going to do Jack's Back, which, if you haven't heard of it, is Bananas. And then one of the greatest movies you possibly haven't seen before, a little gem called New Kids yeah. Yeah. from the director of Friday the 13th. That's right. A relative incredible. deep cut. A relative deep, deep cut, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, and I can't wait to talk it's about it. It's weird that it is. Uh, it's so, kind of. so amazing. Uh, so let's jump, let's jump into the, uh, let's just jump into the shit to start with. Let's jump into a big pile of shit. <laughs> Detective Joel Campbell, the case that never closed. His last alias was David Allen Griffin. I worked the case for three years in Los Angeles. We attributed at least 11 homicides to him. Is coming back to haunt him. What's he doing in Chicago? (laughs) I assume he's still strangling young women with piano wire. There's a story, a ritual that he follows. Over the years, I became part of the story. What do you think the chances are he's watching us right now? I know your job is hard, Joel. 
So I'm willing to take steps to try and make things work between us. I'll send you a picture, and you can have a day to try to find me. The Watcher from the year 2000. Yeah. Keanu Reeves follow up to The Matrix. <laughs> yep. Uh, That's right. He was al- ele- he was allegedly tricked into being in this movie. Yeah, if you look up, can I, you elaborate on that? I story? looked up on the Wikipedia page, and it was that he didn't. He a f- someone, a friend of his, and then someone I talked to said it was the director. Also, allegedly, uh, was the by the story was, I heard, was is the, the director friend. was kind of his. Excuse me, was his buddy. He directed Dog Star videos. Yeah, uh-huh. dog. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing that the director had, had also done was Keanu videos Keanu, for Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves band. read the script, didn't care for it. The guy signed a signed a contract, forged his name on a contract. No, Keanu, Keanu Reeves' assistant apparently allegedly right, right, right. Uh, signed his forged his name on the contract. Yeah, Keanu yeah. originally was just going to do a cameo in this yeah. movie, which actually would be cool if he if in in the end he was like the killer. And, right. he, and it was kind of a cameo role. It would actually make the movie better. Yeah, because Keanu Reeves will help out his friends with whatever dumb shit they're up to. He's a nice guy, but he doesn't need to be the fucking like second lead. Yeah, yeah. but apparently that caused the budget to balloon after The Matrix came out. Oh. And so they wanted him to be in it more. And Keanu, yeah. having been tricked, could have like sued, mm-hmm. but just decided he didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. And was in the movie anyway, and was apparently contractually barred from talking about this until yep. a year after the movie came out, Jesus! So then, Christ. so then it came out. So he just it, got railroaded. And you can, you can, because this is the movie he, he made after the Matrix. This yeah. wasn't like a kind of thing where like they made this movie right before the Matrix, and then we're like hot on the heels. We'll release this piece of yeah, shit that Keanu like, was in. It's like it's he, not like Man in the this. Iron Mask, where like oh we got this movie with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio and Titanic just came out last month. Right. That's not like that at no, all. No, they they were, but so they were banking on Keanu Reeves from the Matrix, but they were also, and it was a hit actually for like a week. Yeah, it did really well. Open Watcher. Opened at the top of the box office because oh, people weekend. were thirsting for Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. and I think then I think it, and then it also had one of the most precipitous uh, drop-offs yeah. ever of a movie because because like people went and saw it and then the reviews came out and everyone was like, oh, that movie's oh, terrible, it's objectively well, terrible. Oops, all the people uh. who wasted your money. But uh, but Keanu, you can and he is he you can tell it like feels like uh, someone feels, performing a role yeah. that they were tricked into doing. He's totally like, checked he is, out. It, it explains it honestly. Once I found that, it explains everything about his performance in this movie because, like, Keanu's usually at least engaged. You yeah, know, yeah. He's, he's not always good, but no, he no, tries. no. He's he's partic- he's bad in some things. Bram Stoker's yes. Dracula, particularly, he is very bad. He's trying though. He's in that movie. He's yeah. in it. This one, yeah. you like. There's scenes where he's like dancing while he's gonna kill somebody, <laughs> and it's yeah, just like it's he's so like. Like Keanu, dance around because it'll be all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That scene, who so there's a like, scene at the fine. beginning of this movie where he's doing like his like d- dumb kung fu dance. Where he's like, it's yeah. the in media res beginning where it's yeah. like, this is where it came to, and, and then he's two doing weeks earlier. He's doing these like martial arts moves in this shitty dance he's doing while the Rob Zombie song from Dragula, the, from Dra- yeah, Dragula the from the worst, Matrix, possibly the worst song of all time from the Matrix. Though. Is that so in the it is. Is Yes, in the it really is. It's the same song. Kind of like it's when he first goes to the nightclub. the witches yeah, I yes, know. Dracula. Right. That's Dracula. So silly it's like if you would put together Dracula and a drag racing car. Those guys, huh? Isn't that great, guys? That's, that shit from Pretty the cool. late '90s, like that <laughs> Rob Zombie shit and Marilyn Manson. That's ju- that's just novelty music. <laughs> it's just fucking novelty music. Like, there, it's just, but it's like they they're yelling instead of like. Like singing about uh, Frankenstein's graveyard picnic or whatever. Well, Marilyn Manson would be the first person to admit that. I think he probably probably would. He absolutely. <laughs> would. I don't believe he takes himself very seriously. <laughs> I hope. I should hope not. That, but that shit. It's all like just. It's just. Ah oh, man. 
Anyway, this, I kinda, uh, this movie has a pretty good soundtrack. I mean, there's Portishead on here. This soundtrack, right. Sneaker Pimps. Sneaker Pimps. This soundtrack feels like they uh, it's all the songs that they didn't use for Mortal Kombat or The Matrix. They no, were it's like, the ones Bleh. that they it's the ones that they saved for The Saint. Yeah. Ooh, it's yuck. also like this is 2000, <laughs> so this, this it's not exactly that timely. Yeah. This is this is soundtrack would have been really awesome no, no. 3 years before. It's just weird that this? there isn't like Paul Oakenfold and Orbital <laughs> on it too. I mean, know? it's yeah. that it's that like uh that thing, you know, where decades end and like it's oh, decades don't end when the number <clears> says. So it's not like the 90s was over and yeah. no, now we've got to change over. This is this is maybe the most 90s movie we've ever talked about in here. It in, is. In it's film and it's like uh the like cinematography and everything, the way like it's it's fucking stupid film tricks it does constantly. Ugh, but should we so get into ugly. the plot of the Watcher? Let's, yeah, go. Let's, let's jump into the plot of the, the Watcher. Which a, is the Watcher is a serial killer. Is who's Keanu Reeves? Keanu which you Reeves. find out in the very first scene. Right. So it's yeah. one of those where it's like uh, clever, I guess. <laughs> and he and that, his mo is he stalks women, photographs them, yeah. captures them, ties Watch. them up, kills them, and then sends the photos to to this. Strung out ex FBI agent mm-hmm. James Spader. James Spader. Well, and, who, and who's the guy from the Thomas Harris novels, uh, like uh, Manhunter? Oh, Will Graham. He's, he's the Will, Will Graham. Graham. Yeah. He's just, absolutely a Will Graham. He's like yeah. got the he's the empathy guy who understands, who gets inside their minds, but it kills him. Yeah. To be in, to be that you know, close and to so the like, madness. The premise that that premise alone isn't like a, a terrible stale. idea. Well, it's not the te- it's not the worst idea because like it's been done well. Just watch the. I mean, recently too. If you watch the Hannibal TV series, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. that. Fantastic. It's the exact same premise, sort of, of like <laughs> this killer taunting this FBI guy, and it's fucking great. This is just the laziest, <laughs> the laziest version of that. Did Did you like how at the you know at the beginning once once Spader realizes what's going on that 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 he's being taunted by the killer that he like he goes through his shitty apartment and finds all of the old. The old FedEx photos that, that Keanu Reeves which has he sent kept him, uh-huh. for some which reason. he kept, but never he never opened. <laughs> yeah, he's the and he's the best at this, but like a, apparently <laughs> well, that he, he got, has he hasn't even remotely come close to stopping this guy. No, he's well, the he, best, but he's strung out now because Keanu, Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves killed his killed, wife. No, it wasn't his wife. It's some lady that he was. It was sleeping a, with. Yeah. That was uh, some yeah. married woman he was sleeping with. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Weird. It Extra comes detail. up. It comes up way way late, later. Way late in the movie, Sleep. like. Maybe you, in the last you, scene. You, you were with her even though you knew she was married, bro. And you're like, why does that why couldn't it have just been his wife? That's and, a weird and Why is this a, why is why are we learning about this twist at the end of the fucking movie? It's kinda hinted at it because we, Sp- we do we do learn about it in a great scene where Keanu Reeves is just like drinking a six pack in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> and, and Spader comes to get him. So Spader's it's basically him Spader hunting this guy yeah. who is just capturing girls and fucking killing them, and nobody is stopping them. Yeah, nobody's stopping it. But Spader's the best, even though he hasn't even remotely come close and has had his, his you know loved ones killed by this guy. Yeah, and he's, seeing, he's also seeing a therapist. In terrible, he's <laughs> had him killed in terrible, uh, well, like drop frame video. What yeah, is that? What do you call that? Of, it's I, like I call it step framing. Step frame. Is that what it is? Step step framing yeah. shit. God, it looks fucking. Looks and it's like, a, it, like Wong Kar Wai uses it all the time to good effect because it's because uh, he's a good filmmaker. Yeah. This guy uses it to show that this is the flashback of Spader, and it's scenes of these guys running, and you can't tell what the fuck. It's not the on. only dumb thing he does because there's also Keanu Reeves POV shots in this, but they're shot on a <laughs> on, on a grainy camcorder. Grainy camcorder. Like he's a robot. <laughs> yeah, and then he's not a robot. And all of his POVs Why? are like in. He's in air. Where you're like, is he? 
the people would be able to see him. Yeah, he's like, like peeking from they? behind something. And, <laughs> and well, okay, this, movie, this movie's default when it's not when it's just regular scenes looks like garbage, and then when what crazy trippy yeah. stuff's happening, it, it looks, just looks worse. worse. Yeah. While, while we're while we're Sucks. on the subject of that, I want to get the, this out first. Is that there's particularly there's this scene that bothered me where there he's taking he's found a girl he's gonna kill, and she right. works at a, a Photoshop. Oh, this whole Photoshop thing is a so crazy he's thing. like he's like got a camera and then she gives him some film and he loads it and she's like what are you doing he's like i'm gonna take your picture and so then he like starts taking her picture and it does a thing you know the thing where he takes the picture and it goes and the frame freezes except it doesn't the frame doesn't freeze on the shot that he's taking from the picture (laughs) it's the it's like an over-the-shoulder shot of keanu taking the picture of her and it goes and then it freeze frames on that shot. You're like, well, who's taking that picture? What are you doing, movie? They didn't think they were just were like put a filter. I don't know. They, they, like it has nothing to do with anything. Like the, the uh, emptiest stylistic choices imaginable. That seems very emblematic of the entire like style of this movie. Is that it was constantly doing things because like you they were like we have to do a thing here. And just an- another mark. <laughs> the of music the, is the same. Another mark of the laziness of this movie is like this lady that Keanu Reeves ends up like watching. And then, uh, you know, threatening to kill and stuff is like this vivacious, young, pretty, pretty young woman who's like, hi, I work at this store. How's it going? He's, and then, like, when they're talking about it later, they're like, he stalks nothing but lonely people who yeah, have yeah, nobody. Yeah. And you're like, this lady is a nice lady who has a job. She is on the nowhere and she's pretty. And she like, is on the phone with her mom, though, right before she gets killed. And her mom is and she's grilling her. Her <clears> mom is well, grilling her about how she's not married. <laughs> So right. I think that's so what a I think loser. maybe that we're supposed to like it's like this girl who like just it doesn't have a boyfriend right yeah. now is essentially the character She's forgotten by society. <laughs> also nobody knows well, that, that she happens exists. to the other girl later. So this yes. so this so the this other, girl the, the other the girl later on is like homeless. Keanu is like stalking this girl. Meanwhile, meanwhile James Spader is strung out on barbiturates sometimes. Like sometimes oh, he's a, sometimes he's very with well, it and I, other times he's like people are like man he's fucking strung out and you're like it never really is a problem that he is like strung out. I think we should I think we should pull it back. We're getting ahead of ourselves. All right. So Spader's Spader is, you know, he's strung out because of this tragedy where Keanu yeah. Reeves killed this girl he was sleeping with. He's also seeing a therapist, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, who's in like three who's scenes. Who's in like three scenes. And maybe <laughs> seems like she's kind of attracted to him for some reason. It's not clear. We're yeah. told that Spader, we're, we see his apartment, which is just completely full of garbage. He just yeah. is completely strung out all the time. Yeah. Apparently, he eats at the same Vietnamese noodle restaurant every uh-huh. night, but com- but claims to hate Vietnamese food. Well, they always um, talk about how shitty the Vietnamese restaurant is. Right. Where was this takes place in Chicago? Chicago. Uh, Ebert's Roger Ebert's review he references how like they're uh, all the all the you know miss the wrong the geography the, the wrong, wrong ge- miss geography of uh, and then Chicago. the latest murder victim is his neighbor. Oh, is is right. Spader's neighbor, and then he gets the he finally gets a photo from Keanu Reeves, opens it, and suddenly realizes what's going on and why he's got a stack of FedEx. Well, photos. and he hasn't been because he moved to Chicago to from get away LA from, or whatever, yeah. and then now Keanu Reeves followed him because he was bored with the guy who replaced him, which <laughs> yeah. is actually kind of funny. Spader is so much the best <laughs> that he, after unsuccessfully trying to catch this guy, he was like, "Fuck it, I'm moving," and he just moved to another city. And then Keanu followed him, and he's like, "God damn it, oh, I moved." to another city and this is another one what of those movies do? we've done a couple like this like Bone Collector and there might have been another where the killer 
this like stupid trope that like Seven invented, but Seven again did it for like a reason having to do with the themes and the plot of that specific movie. But it seemed like people grasped onto that and went like, killers are constantly trying to get caught by these certain FBI yeah. agents. Like it's like <laughs> this like weird thing where you're like, I don't think that most serial killers are like constantly sending notes and clues to their like <laughs> guys who are trying to catch them. There's <laughs> also a part it's not when a cat and mouse game of getting caught by them. It's like they want to fucking kill people right. and maybe well, eat them. And he, he has a really weird way of doing that in this movie because like he like he kidnaps the Photoshop yeah. lady and then sends Spader a picture of her and says like if you don't find her by X time I'm gonna kill her yeah yeah and the cops have no idea who this woman is so they they make well no she doesn't even kidnap her he just no, takes he pictures just takes of her, picture of her he doesn't kidnap her he just takes you're right I'm he just takes her. the pictures it's of her so dumb and nobody and nobody but recognizes no one this recognizes girl. her there's even pictures there's of like, her in front of her storefront they're on the news where she works they're in a bar the cops are in a bar watching the news and they're going come on come on come on somebody notices and she and then it cuts to her in her apartment and she's just there <laughs> She's just there, and then she's talking, and I thought for a second she's on the phone with somebody who's going to go like, you know, you're on, you're, the, on the news. you're on the news, and she's going to go, what? And then get killed, and it'd be like, oh no, right before she died, she realized that this guy was hunting her. But no, she's just on the phone with her mom. She's like, mom, I'm not married yet, whatever. <laughs> and then hangs up and gets killed, and you're like, so what What happened here? The society doesn't know she exists, Kevin. It doesn't, yeah, because she's just a normal she's person. A, she's on the outside, <laughs> on the fringes. Where no one even cares. So Keanu man. kills this other girl. So I don't know. Well, then what happens? Spader's like trying. Well, to Well, he's get so him. wrecked about it. They like <laughs> they find him like passed out in his apartment. They keep right. on trying to. They got it. They, like Spader doesn't want to have anything to do with this anymore because he's like on the verge of suicide or death from like yeah. drugs or something. And he, I don't want to do this. And they're like, but you're the best, as evidenced by the fact that you still haven't caught this fucking guy. And then moved away just to hope he would leave you alone. And he didn't. And he's like, but I don't want to do it. And they're like, we're somehow worse than you, so you do it. Not only uh, do the cops think he's the best, but Keanu does too. Yeah, he's, God, you're so good at catching me. As I, and I say this <laughs> completely free as a bird right now. <laughs> Having never been caught, uh, Keanu does call him at one time, and Spader's like in his apartment, and Keanu calls him up, and he's like, "Hey, bro, I followed you to the city that you moved to," and he's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> he's not—he doesn't react very. He's That's, like more of this fucking guy. He calls him a couple times, and I feel like it was like the second or third time, and I might be wrong that he like talks to him on the phone, and James Spader's like, "Hello," and he's like, "Yeah, hey," he's like, "Hello." Oh, who yeah. is this? And that you're like, you, who the fuck? You know who? You don't recognize? It's your fucking nemesis. <laughs> and it's Keanu Reeves, too. There's a fairly specific way he talks. Hey. Yo. Hello. How's it going? Who is this? It's, it's fucking Keanu Reeves, This is asshole. either Keanu Reeves or the guy who's this murderer who's following me around. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> who is this? Oh, I think I have a fair idea who this might so be. Do you, I think thought, do you think it's a thing where, like, the, you know, it's like Scream was popular? So, like, get some scenes where he's calling him on the phone. Yeah, people, Maybe, kids seem to I like the, talking on the people phone. People like that thing. shit now. Kids love that. <laughs> um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> also, like, uh, and I think I'm wrong here, but there's, so he, there's a flashback where, like, um, Spader almost gets him, but then he has to go save his girlfriend right. from getting. Killed. Well, Spader, or Spader gets a picture in the mail of the, the woman that he lost that right, time. Right, right. Well, anyway, so there's a flashback, and uh, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think that... I don't fucking I don't remember. Think, I think I'm not. <laughs> is that uh, he... he? It seemed like there's a whole flashback where he sees Keanu Reeves, and he so he knows 
what this guy looks like. And it could just be that the like the way it was edited was very poor, and it seems like that's what happened. Is that like, oh, he knows what he looks like? Because then later in this movie, which you know in the present day, there's a scene where Keanu Reeves like gets on an elevator with him, and I'm like, ooh, ballsy move, because yeah. this guy knows who you are. And then it's like, oh, he doesn't know no, what he, he looks like. What he but looks I. Like. Thought that there was a flashback earlier where he like saw him, so it could just be that the movie's so poorly made that they. It, to me, I thought, oh, go, he already knows what this guy looks like and is. He just doesn't can't get him for no. some reason. No, Ugh. yeah, you, you never. It's just so lazily done that none of the pieces really fit in together. No. So it's, it just becomes tedious. Well, even the second lady the that he thing. that he's gonna kill is like is like almost the description that he's where it's like okay, so she's like homeless. Yeah, she's, she's like, like some street, homeless. She's a street yes. girl, except that like. The only we see her in one scene where she's talking to Keanu she's, on the street, and then the other scenes we see her and she's literally hanging out with her friend. <laughs> she's yeah. like hanging out with a friend yeah, of hers, and, and you're like, so she's not lonely. Isn't she's, she kind of voluntarily homeless too? Doesn't she ran she away like, from home. She she's ran runaway. away from home. Yeah, she's yeah. a runaway. Exactly. So, so she could go back to. Her did own. you like how they? So they do the whole thing with the girl at the camera shop where they put flyers up all over the city, and you know it doesn't work. Inexplicably, it doesn't work. I mean, anybody could have identified this one at yes. this point. But then, then they find <laughs> out about the girl, the homeless girl, who is ne- the the next intended victim, and they do the same thing. That's yeah, all we got. Again, there's even the shot. They have the picture of her, and James Bitter's like, she's clearly in front of a coffee shop. You guys, I want you to scour scour every coffee, every coffee shop, shop in Chicago. No, no, every Seattle's best Thanks. coffee every shop Seattle's in the city. Coffee, yeah, I think that it's there might have been a cross promotional thing because people are constantly going, go to all the Seattle's best, all of the fine. <laughs> quality Seattle's best delicious coffee shops. Not Tully's. No Tully's. Pick me up some coffee while you're there, too, because by God, they really know how to roast those beans. Delicious Seattle's best Make coffee. Make sure it's the fair trade Seattle's what? best coffee. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, too, is uh, there's there's like cops handing out flyers to everybody oh, on the this street. Is the best. And this one cop is handing out flyers and he's doing it. And then like James Spader goes, What are you doing? No, you're doing it wrong. Do it like this. And he goes, Have you seen this? And so James Spader he's shows like him how to do it. And he's like grabbing people and shoving the he picture. Does literally like, have you seen people. this girl? Here. Have you seen this girl? Here. And then he goes to the cop and goes, Do, That's it, like, what I do want. it like that. Big fat man <laughs> has big fat heart. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> like Homer Simpson doling at soup. <laughs> come on, motherfuckers, get your soup. That's how I imagine James Cameron directs his movies. <laughs> yeah, come here. Do it like no, this. Do it like, do do it like this. this. Okay? Okay. Got it. It was just so funny because, you know, this movie is uh, very few scenes where you're, where it's enjoyable in any way. So you have to take what you can get. That And then there's the scene the scene where uh, he meets Keanu Reeves, which leads up to the climax where he meets Keanu Reeves in the, in the graveyard. graveyard. And he's already, he's already pretty much fun, polished off kind of a six-pack. He's like, like three beers at that point. Like, this killer a likes to party. I can't remember what it was, but it's really good. I, I can't remember he's, what it was. He's like, looked like Ching Tao to me. I don't he's know. like mid-beer. while he's, he's, just, he's just sort of hanging out. It's like the only time in the movie where Keanu Reeves seems to be kind of enjoying himself. I think this is the same scene where he's got a, also got a flower and he's plucking the petals off yeah. and he's going, she loves me, she loves me. She's, decomposing. she's decomposing, she, she loves, loves me, me. <laughs> she's decomposing. And you're like, that, that is one of the stupidest things imaginable, it's... but at least it's something, you know? At least it's something. Yeah. She loves me, and she's it's decomposing. Where, is that scene where he, re- he reveals that he's kidnapped Marissa Tomei now? I believe so. And yeah. now, now Spader's got to save Marissa Tomei. This yeah. one I kidnapped, and like I changed he, my MO, I guess. He did a thing with the other woman. His mo changes a lot because right. with the woman it's that lazy. the woman that he kidnapped the first that in James Spader's flashbacks, he does the same thing with Marissa Tomei, where he kidnaps her 
and James Spader has time to save her or catch him because she's there's all these candles that are going to burn down to all this kerosene That's he's right. poured all over the floor. So he does the same Flashback thing. Flashback to the way that he Tomei. killed uh, Spader's girlfriend. Yeah, and then also she, she burned to death. And then also his maybe now future girlfriend Marissa Tomei. But can we talk about poor poor Marissa Tomei in this <laughs> Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei who <laughs> agreed to do this movie because uh, I assume she needed some, <laughs> yeah the work or this whatever. Might have been but, in a valley of her career yeah, or something just, like that. Okay. Yeah, the late nineties were not kind to Marissa Tomei. Yeah, I do. I do love me some Marissa Tomei, and this is. Just, it's just like one of those where you're like, she's she's just in it to like be. I guess to listen to these men complain because then at some point Keanu Reeves goes to her office mm-hmm. and is also like, um, I think he's like doing he's, he's like he's doing a bit because he's trying to he's trying to get her. And this was like uh, this was like a year after the Sopranos had come out, so I don't know that they weren't also trying to like <laughs> probably ape, ape that kind of shit too. Probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people like uh, do talking on phones with killers. They like fucking the mob guys, psychos, psychos talking, yeah. psychos talking psycho, to the, the therapist, psychotherapist, psychos. Oh my god! Oh, oh wow! Psycho. Future. Future podcast, future podcast. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> put, a, put a pin in that for later. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then he kidnaps poor Marissa Tomei, who's in, who's literally, who's in like three scenes, and all of them are just listening to these men whine, and then she kind of has to pretend like I think she likes. First of all, of yeah, them. has to be squandered in this movie, and then and then has to be tied to a chair for, yeah. for this movie. Yeah. God uh, and so it. then it goes. So then the ending is when it goes back it goes, to the opening scene. Where Keanu Reeves is is lackadaisically, listlessly, listlessly dancing, karate <sighs> dancing, listlessly karate dancing with a gun to Marissa Tomei tied to a chair. And I you think know at this they point only got like, one take of him doing this dance. Yeah. Can you dance around and do kind of karate stuff? No. No, oh, come on, please, Keanu, or, please, Keanu. Or they had like you know a bunch of shit that he was supposed to monologue, and he was just like, nah. How about I just? No, how about I just do whatever the fuck? I don't around. care. Yeah. One way or another, it's a Look here, dipshits. You already tricked me into being in your fucking movie. I'm not doing this monologue. You're basically holding a monologue. I'm not memorizing shit. I'm going to do one karate dance and then I'm going home. I'm getting the fuck (laughs) off of this set. You don't get to direct any more of my dog star videos, bro. <laughs> this guy didn't get to direct much of anything after this. Uh, yeah, Good I mean, thing. imagine you went to it, movie jail pretty hardcore. It's fucking terrible. I, I feel like, and I don't say this lightly, this guy should go to actual jail for yes. directing this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's terrible and it's... Movie I mean, jail this, is one thing, but whoever the name of this guy was, Bilbo fucking stuff. <laughs> Bilbo the fucking whatever. stuff. The man's name is Joe Charbonic. So, Mr. Charbonic. Joe, can I call you Joe? <laughs> And if we, you're listening and to this, you are. if you're listening to this, and you but you fucking better be listening to this. <laughs> I want you to call in. I want you to get in touch. We want you to come on the show and explain yourself. We want to hear your side. Yeah, who forged Keanu's signature? Was it yeah. you? Let's get to the bottom Was of it this. Brian. Brian, yeah, are, are you an innocent? Are you also Who's an innocent Brian? victim of all this? Brian apparently was his his assistant. Oh, Creedence Keanu's yeah. one name like Prince. Yeah, did he fire? Did he fire? <laughs> I don't know. Do we know. I don't know. Wow. I bet Keanu Reeves gets very sad. Maybe his name wasn't people. Brian. His name could have been Craig. Whoa. How dare? What if you? his name was Kevin? Explain yeah. yourself, Kevin. His Kevin. Name, his name was probably Kevin. Yeah. I feel bad. Kevin's are always doing shit. Keanu like probably had Kevin's. to fire some people, and I bet it made Keanu sad to fire like agents and who, assistants or whoever. He's like, "Oh man, I was going to give you a motorcycle." Cause, <laughs> and and what the fuck are you guys doing, fucking over Keanu like that? Yeah, who the, does the that? nicest After man his, in the that? world. The nicest man in the world also f- following his like the his the biggest hit of his career, yes. where he's actually like this super is, famous again. This is when everybody who works for you, for Keanu needs to start stepping it up seriously. And for fuck's sake, a it's your job, but he's so nice. <laughs> this is the man Don't, that lost his partner because he wanted to get him two meatball sandwiches oh my god <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just, just the, hey, fr- this movie is. First of all, sucks. Oh, and so then uh, it fucked over Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so anyway, at the end, then James the Spader wins or whatever. Well, they, they, there's a big, <laughs> there's a big conflagration at the warehouse, or abandoned off. warehouse or whatever, where he's holding Marissa Tomei hostage, and there's this amazing CGI fireball. They play another Rob Zombie song. <laughs> yeah, he and Marissa, or Spader and Marissa Tomei jump out of the building and land in the river. Yeah. <laughs> well, this ridiculous shitty CGI and this, fireball. But this oh, yeah. fire, but this fire, but Keanu Reeves uh, started on fire. Yeah. And like his, and they, he, she shoots out of the window and goes, <laughs> just, which is pretty cool. And, <laughs> if, on, and honestly, if movie jail Joe is listening to that right now. I like the part I with like the fireball part. going. <laughs> This it's movie, Reeves, and this, he's just dead. There's not like they, a twist where. But he, isn't there a shot at the him. end where like James Bader goes up and looks at his like charred, crispy corpse? Yeah, he turns yeah, his body a, over. I gotta see the body. And then his face is just burned off, and you're like, "Well, he's dead. <laughs> he seems pretty dead. Could be anyone's corpse." So, I mean, but, it, I guess at least the movie ended. Another reason this movie pissed me off is that Corey and I have a rule that if a movie has either a decapitation or someone falling off of a building while on fire, it can't be all bad. But mm. this movie has a, someone falling out of a building on fire, yeah. and it is all bad. It yeah. is no, that's no saving grace. No, I do like the, like I said, I do like it's the a good rule, but there's exceptions the, to every rule. There's exceptions to every rule. Yeah, it's got to be. There's a there's a part at the end where uh, so Ernie the, Hudson is in this too, right? God, does he does he remember that? I don't, no, he, I, he does not. Hundred percent, he does. Ernie, not. just forget it. Just put it out of your mind. <laughs> Think about the good times. It's like somebody signed my name too. Do I have to be in this? <laughs> Did Ernie Hudson get fucked too? Maybe because Ernie what Hudson if Ernie, seems nice. What if Ernie Hudson was the guy who forged the signature in the first place, and he was he's like not trying to fuck Keanu Reeves over. He's just like I need a hit. <laughs> And, and since we're, this well, he is, was on Oz at the time. He was okay. Sure, he was on Oz. You're since right. this is uh, the, the Spader-centric episode, after all, we haven't we've hardly talked about him at all. How, how, why is Spader in this? Is was he totally cool with this? I mean, I think he wanted to do like this. I think he wanted to do. I think he probably read the script and wanted to do his seven or Spader's something. You pretty know? committed like, in he this. He wanted to do like uh, you know because that was. Those were they were coming out with those. This obviously the wasn't the movie that he signed like that. on for. I mean, they yeah. rewrote it just heavily. For him, so, you think it's you know. just one of those things where you. I think you everybody's really... trapped in this movie. I honestly yeah. feel like it was like like when Keanu originally was thinking about it that it was like a cameo. Is that the that the killer, he was going to be Kevin Spacey? He was yeah exactly that it was going to be seven that it was yeah. going to be he's revealed to be the killer and it would be kind of cool in a way if that was the case if that like graveyard scene where he meets him is like the first scene where you see who right. the killer is and it's like it's Keanu Reeves yeah. and he's hanging out in a graveyard. Casually drinking beers, but like we've spent most of the movie with Keanu Reeves. This and, movie is James like James Spader is almost like a secondary. They're like co-leads, but like his he feels like sidelined. Like a imagine lot. if you'd had if you'd had Seven get made after American Beauty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, we got that guy. Put him in the movie some more. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that ruins the whole. Okay. But then that ruins the movie. Oh, yeah. oh well, it's too bad. I, uh, mean, I mean, the movie was. The look, movie... it might ruin the movie, but here's an extra thirty million dollars to make the movie. Did this movie cost thirty million dollars? It cost like it, my, my point is, merely it was, that, oh, okay. Yeah, so they've, that got, was a, they've got it him did. now, it cost so something they like made. That. You know, Jesus. obviously they're going to throw more money at it because they think they can make more money with it. God, well, how you know? do you guys? It sure doesn't look like it. How do you guys feel about Spader in this? I like. I kind of was. I found it like a fun Spader because he's like. Doing budget whole, 33 million. He's doing the whole Fuck. drugged out like uh like thing which is Spade funny is, but Spade like he's he's like kind of committing to it yeah. but then yeah. but then the, the movie's not really giving him a lot to to no, work with. No, it's it's all him. He's got to do all the heavy lifting for yeah. the whole movie. And I'm not saying he's Keanu like is rightly not doing anything. Spader doesn't like rise above the movie. No. No. He still is not good, but he's like 
He's like, well, I'm somebody has to try. <laughs> no, he's the only like he's, somebody has to do something. He's responsible for the only good moments in the whole movie, like yeah. you said, like the scene on the street where he's right. yelling at the cop for panning up. And the flyers any literally wrong. any scene where he's like shooting up his drugs or like being because he's just like he's doing it. He's like doing it really well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I self inject migraine medicine where, whenever the fuck I please. <laughs> he does this whole scene where he runs down a litany. Right, of he's the, got migraines. The, yeah, the, the litany of like medicines that he take and it ta- that he takes and it ends with him going, "I self inject migraine." in medicine whenever the fuck I please. Uh, yeah, so that's some of the fun stuff. Like, they, they do the whole loser guy. This is what his fridge looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, uh, he pulls, <laughs> he opens up his fridge, there's nothing in there, and he pulls an orange out. And then starts <laughs> sloppily eating the orange. This is the stuff that you have to find in this movie to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, like, sloppily eating this orange, like, oh, there's not even over a table, it's just, like, dripping onto his floor. And you're like, wow, what a loser. He's only got an orange to his name, and he can't even eat it without making a mess. And this guy is fucking broken hard by this i mean and i'm not, I'm not fu- saying yeah. i'm not saying that like he should you shouldn't be that you shouldn't be b- b- broken by one death or whatever but he's broken this fucking hard yeah. by this one thing that happened to him i mean we've seen movies on this podcast where like characters are broken and it's like because a whole bunch of really terrible things have happened to them this and is he, like this one is, person yeah. died that he liked <laughs> or was in love with or whatever I'm not, but like it was like that that fucking it's it a, made it it bottomed him out it fucking destroyed and, it, and, and, and apparently he was allegedly he was not a drug addicted guy with one orange before this but <laughs> now he's like the fucking worst and the other cops make fun of him behind his back all he the time he went from the best to being the worst and also because of zero to hero one no. thing as far as entertainment factors concerned broken hollowed out spader is not the best use of spader like spader can do a lot of stuff yeah and he can be really fun if he's allowed to but like when he's only allowed to just be like I'm so, I just want to die you know it's but like he does, not the most fun he does get to do once he like once the you know his he gets into uh, investigation mode and he's like bossing people around he's yes. pretty funny that's why I love Take that picture that's why I love that picture. scene where he's like forcing the picture on people because <laughs> you it's just look like, at it <laughs> do it like that <laughs> <laughs> there's like moments of like fun stuff where there's just a, enough talent in, in this movie to, to almost be entertaining yeah but boy, but the, this the, the real fault of this movie is the director. It's just so poorly Who also made wrote from it, start to finish. I oh believe. my god, really? It's crap. Yeah. <clears throat> He's got that car chase. It's barely yeah. legible. <laughs> it just looks like shit. Yeah, and it, it, it looks like it's all of the worst '90s stylistic ticks that you could choose. Every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, and <laughs> like they, it's like all poorly done. Just one on top of the other. Like from the soundtrack on down, like the the look of the movie, everything is like from the very first. Like I was like 15 seconds in, and I think I was texting you guys like this movie is terrible. Yeah. And it's like because it starts with Keanu listlessly dancing to Dragula. <laughs> he's like starts. shitty. These shots of helicopters flying that keep going, like it keeps cutting every fucking half a second. And uh, it's just like, well, this is gonna be awful. And then uh, I think Travis texted me back, well, it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> This is, the, this is a note that I have at the beginning where, where I, uh, well, the first thing that I write is Dracula, so I know how I feel about that. And the second is, you know what this is the second it starts. Because it's the thing where you just see what the yeah. a single solitary second of, yeah. of it looks like, and you're like, fuck. Doesn't it have some dumbass opening credit sequence font thing, too? Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, it does. It's like a terrible, like, video font, kind of. It's like mm. shitty. It's doing a lot of these shitty, like, early, early avid, like, video transitions and effects <laughs> yeah. and stuff where you're this like, that stuff good. that, like, for, like, a year 
was something that was available to editors and then like people were like we're not doing that anymore and this movie did used all of the tricks it was like we're gonna use every single one of these i'm surprised there's not fucking star wipes you know what i wish this movie was i wish this movie was like a 1986 or even let's even go farther up let's say like 1992 p.m entertainment Wings Hauser vehicle. Yeah. With Wings Hauser in the James Spader role and like, I don't know who the fuck cares as the bad guy. Cause <laughs> you could get Jonathan Banks. Fine. Uh, but like, you know, then you'd have that car chase would at least have like four exploding cars in it. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Wings Hauser would be wasted, like for real, on camera the whole time. <laughs> so drunk. Probably doing some Shakespeare <laughs> here and there. He might have even directed this. Yeah. yeah. And it would have been great. We'd be talking about this movie like it was a fucking trash masterpiece. Yeah. Because it this would be. Listless, empty, yeah. sluggish crap. And it's, yeah, and it's. Listless, empty, sluggish well, I think that's crap. A, Very I think that's, good. I think it's a good way to go out on the on the watcher. Go out on that. I've got, like, do, there's, got no, there's not even any really good quotes in particular. My favorite one is the Seattle's best one that Matt said. <clears> but this this is one that Keanu sort of might sums have had up. Some good lines. This is one that sort of sums up the, the relationship. This is at the end when he's confronting him, and Keanu, like, wants, his, like, wants space to recognize how important he is to his life, you know? <laughs> yeah, because like, they're I like, I want you to say thank you for coming here and saving your pathetic life. And then Spader goes, you're my job. You're paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> and that really, like, shakes Boom. up Keanu. <laughs> yeah. And seconds later, he's flying out of a window on fire. <laughs> and then this is... Uh, sound and there's an explanation of... Yeah, he, I don't remember who's saying this, but he's only going to target... Oh, this is probably Spader. He's only going to target loners. Women people don't notice. He's not going to send pictures of the prom queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of mean. I don't know. Jesus and also, Christ. like, that girl at the Photoshop, I mean... I think yeah, she seems... She could have been the prom okay. queen. Yeah, she could have yeah. absolutely yeah. been the prom queen. Seemed like a nice girl. <laughs> also, you know what? Also, like, let's just... Let's not, like... Let's, anybody could be the fucking prom queen. Let's not go judging everybody. Yeah. Piece of shit. I could be the prom queen. <laughs> Matt could be the prom queen. Everybody... Absolutely. For Matt as prom queen, please. please. Everybody send in your Photoshop pictures of James Spader's head on animals and vote for Matt for prom, Matt prom, prom queen. queen. Matt for prom queen, uh, 2020. Ratings. I'm giving uh, this one Judd. Yes. Uh, because, you know, of the vaguely amusing occasional moments. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving this no Douglases because it's not God, sleazy. Not even in his fucking nope. sleaze. Not what well, are we doing? Nope. And I'm, I'm giving it uh, one... What am I giving it? Ah, Jesus. One flaming Reeves. <laughs> wow. That's uh, a fantastic idea for a drink. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it uh I'm giving it half. I'm giving it half a Judd cuz I think that's and that's for the the like two moments I think I mentioned that I liked God in damn. it. And and for like honestly the okay the listless Keanu dancing made me laugh too. But I'm sticking with one Judd. Uh, half a Judd. Half a Judd. That's it. I'm just half a Judd and zero zero Douglas is not sleazy not a- at all. And you've got this is a movie that has fucking James Spader as a bottomed out detective who's on right. drugs. No sleazy shit whatsoever. The sleaziest thing is like you said he has one orange in his fridge. Um, and, he, he really he really goes to town on that orange. And I'm gonna give it uh, one graveyard six pack. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That he, I think, finishes basically. Uh, yeah, it's it's half a Judd. Fuck this movie. I mean, it, it's wow, one I of like those the most. It's one of terrible. those movies that pisses. 
<laughs> you liked it the most and still hated it. Yeah. It's the kind of movie that pisses me off the most because there's just no joy. Mm-hmm. Like even like that's why I can love a bad movie that's just pure crap because you can. There's parts of it that you can imply that these people enjoyed what they they like. They liked making movies for their job. They didn't know what they were doing, but you could. Some of that comes across, and this yeah. movie feels like nobody wanted to make it. And so they why didn't, did you fucking make it? And they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, you had this rare <laughs> opportunity to make a fucking movie. You know how many people want to make a movie, and yeah. this is what you did. And you had and you had a movie that had Keanu. Keanu Reeves, Reeves and James Spader, Spader and Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Tomei. Great location in Chicago. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Chicago, $30 million, and this is the movie the that gets made. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. yeah. So, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have a judge. A travesty. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Zero Douglases. Yeah. Throw some boobs in. If, the, if, you, if you got nothing, throw some boobs in. I don't know. Throw a dick in. Yeah. Just yeah, they do couldn't something. Even, they couldn't even bother to have like a scene where the girl he's cha- he's stalking is in her apartment, like just taking her top off. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that that's the sort of thing that we should all be asking for, no. but they couldn't even give us a little They're bit. They're not giving us anything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give it one cold orange. Because you damn well know that I'm going to. Boom. One cold, sloppily eaten orange, which is this movie. This movie is a cold, sloppily eaten orange. A cold, sloppily eaten, listless karate dancing <laughs> piece of shit. And that's the watcher. Don't even watch it. Don't even watch it for like the novelty. No, I insist everybody. that you. No, watch I, it. I actually think I actually think you should. <laughs> Matt's a sadist, we, though. We watched it for this podcast, so I feel like it's your it's your job now to watch it for us. <laughs> Fucking hell. You better fucking watch this movie. And if you're listening, if you're out there, Joe Charbonnick or whatever the fuck your name is, <laughs> get God in touch with us. Damn you to hell. Get in and touch with us. Call me. Boy, let we us were... let us know. Maybe there's a, your side of the story and we can tell it for I'm you. I'm sorry. I, I, I do want to apologize that we were maybe too, maybe so harsh to you. We don't know the full story. We don't know you personally. Give no, us the whole story. But, but man, we did watch your movie and it is the oh, worst. Oh, I wanted to mention, it is I wanted to mention one other thing uh, that we didn't mention. Uh, cinematographer on this movie was a man oh, yeah. named Michael Chapman and I would like to list you read you just a list of <laughs> movies that this man has photographed he's good The Last Detail mm-hmm. Taxi Driver <laughs> Yep. The Last Waltz, uh-huh. The Philip Kaufman Invasion of the Body Snatchers, <laughs> Hardcore by Paul Schrader, uh-huh. Raging Bull, What? The Man with Two Brains, oh. The Lost Boys, the Scrooged, Ghostbusters Two. Kindergarten Cop, a great film. Uh, the Fugitive, Rising Sun, Primal Fear. Not exactly a lightweight. Nope. Yeah. But and, and obviously, we, we all well know that with cinematographers in yeah. particular, it's, it's just you can you you might do a Raging Bull and then you might do a sure. Ghostbusters two afterwards, whatever. But like, but that the is guy who amazing. shot Taxi Driver signed off on the camcorder stuff in yeah. this movie. <laughs> like, I mean, who knows? you know, I mean, I think uh, it uh, looks if you're, like you're, garbage. You're, you're, you're a DP and your your director's like going like, we're gonna do this, and he was was like whatever you know i mean at some point he probably had to just go okay Maybe he got conned into doing it too like we've got your signature <laughs> your assistant signed something for you i want i want someone to come on our show and explain this movie to us yeah did everybody was everybody tricked oh into he also doing shot space movie? jam sorry i forgot to mention space jam of course space jam. <laughs> hopefully we get to do that someday <laughs> There's some suspense. Are the Monstars going to win? It's more suspenseful than anything in this movie. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, let's get the fuck off of Watcher. Let's move off of the fucking Watcher here and onto something that's good. 100 years ago, there was a series of murders so grisly. Some theorize that Jack the Ripper was a medical man. I believe that would also apply in this case. Human mutilations so meticulous. My brother didn't kill anybody. That an entire city was paralyzed in fear. <laughs> Now, 100 years later to the day, I didn't do it. the Ripper has returned. No! 
something yes. that I thought was, I thought was very solid. Weird, weird. Jack's back. Weird, weird, but not too weird. weird. Enough. Sadly, weird not enough. weird enough. Sadly, not weird enough, but, but it's, just it's, weird enough. So, sort of. so weird on paper, though. When someone told me about the existence of this movie, I got so excited. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was like, someone was like, have you ever seen Jack's back? And I was like, no, what's Jack's back? They're like, it's James Spader. I'm like, yeah. He plays twins. Yeah. And he's hunting after Jack, Jack the Ripper, who's back. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, and, and I rented this movie yeah. and watched it. And I was like, oh, okay. It's it's really it's solid. Fine. It's uh, a good solid movie. movie. So directed by Rowdy Harrington. Yeah, director who did Roadhouse, Roadhouse and another great movie, Striking <clears throat> Distance, among other things. Yeah, uh, that's the, the great the thing about this movie is I think that I'd heard there were twins in it, but I didn't know the the way they reveal the twin is right. like the reason that they made made the movie. It feels like it feels like it's for that that twist, <laughs> like that that's the only reason. Well, that is the that, peak that's like of the, the film. That's the hook. It's, it's um, genuinely mind-blowing mind and disorienting for like five minutes. Because it is like a cool Hitchcockian kind of mm-hmm. twist where you're like, what? Oh. If De Balma had directed this, it would have been a whole other thing. But we yeah. say that a lot. We say that all the time. It's, this, 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 this is true. This would this would be a fucking bananas De Palma, De Palma movie. movie. Yeah. So it's, it's one a, of those. It's very De Rowdy Harrington, no... No, no slouch. No, no offense, because yeah. uh, Roadhouse. I mean, we can all, we can all fucking get behind Roadhouse 100. percent But like, uh, if like De Palma did this movie, it's like it would be you know him sort of redoing Sisters a little or something. It'd be but, raising Caney. Yeah, raising Caney. But he'd fucking do something. Yeah, he'd do something, something with it towards the end. I mean, it's sort of it's good for the most part. And Spader yeah. at least gets to do a whole bunch in it. He gets Spader to play. Is, he gets it to, is a Spader showcase. Yeah, it's a lot of Spader. Because so it, if you haven't watched this movie yet. <laughs> Watch it first because we're gonna spoil it, and it's yeah. really got some good shit at the beginning here. Yeah, and like the really the twistiest part of it is like a half hour, it's a half an hour in the movie. Like the movie peaks at thirty minutes something. in. It really and then, does. And then it kind of I but actually it's not bad. wasn't. It was. It kind of kept me on the edge of my seat a little, knowing like not knowing exactly who did it. And then there's a certain point where you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure it's this guy. And then it is. Yeah. So you know, when you still have a half hour of the movie left, but like it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Before uh, before we get fully into the plot, I, I do want to talk about the song that's featured prominently in this movie. Uh, it is called "Red Harvest" by some uh, some guy named Paul Sachs, S A A X. It's like uh, uh, that's 80s. a cool fucking name. Paul Sachs. Paul Sachs. Sachs. <laughs> it's like Sachs uh, is backs. A very, a very new wave '80s song, synthy '80s songs. Red harvest come. But it's uh, you need to listen to another song that because they tried to get a Peter Gabriel song <laughs> called Red Rain for this movie, couldn't get it, and so the Rowdy Harrington or someone involved was just like, get me someone to make a song that sounds exactly like that song. <laughs> really? <laughs> because you hear this song and you're like, all right, that song's fine, and then you hear the Peter Gabriel. Gabriel song, Red Rain, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> it's just the same song. song. It's slightly different. <laughs> just slightly different. Uh, I, I gotta it's a admit, non-union I Mexican remember, equivalent. I don't remember the song from this movie or the Peter Gabriel song. I'm going to play it so. at the end of this episode, because okay. I like it. Perfect. Uh, so, James Spader yeah. is like a social worker doctor. Mm-hmm. He, he's the greatest man in the world. He's a, he's a he's physician. Like he is, actually. He's, he helps treat... The homeless, the the underprivileged prostitutes. The prostitutes, sex workers, what have you. It's important that it's prostitutes. Yeah, so it's very important. Uh, and and his boss at this clinic at which he works hates that he is so nice. <laughs> Evil ball breaking uh, clinic boss. Yeah. Boss at a yeah. free clinic. He hates the clients. <laughs> it's he hates weird. Yeah, he like he like 
is like mean to the he's like cruel to the prosti- to prostitutes oh, it to is, their face. The boss is Sigmund Freud from Bill and Ted's uh, yeah. Excellent Adventure. It is. That's Same what actor. I recognize. That's, that's yes. who it is. That's him. Uh, and he, Frude. And Frude. He gets uh, Spader gets in a lot of trouble for constantly, like, you know, ditching uh, his office and going out into the field and helping and people, doing good, doing good. He's, he's helping. He's helping out at a homeless camp. Yeah, it was, he, he actually does a whole thing. He, like, he helps. He takes a reporter through the homeless camp to yeah. sort of highlight the plight of the underprivileged and the homeless. And right. of course, he's, his boss just hates that. Working yeah. himself ragged, yeah. doing all the most good that he can. He's got a nice coworker uh, who who kind of has a crush on him, mm-hmm. and it was it's uh, Cynthia Gibb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cynthia Gibb, one of the BGs, <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, meanwhile, there's a serial killer. Yeah, it begins in the midst of a uh, uh, Jack the Ripper the wannabe. S- the serial killer is, is already he's serial, already at it. They've they've already figured out uh, with the the police and uh, po- uh, police psychologist uh, Robert Picardo. Yes, the great Robert Picardo uh, has fig- they from figured Star Trek it, Voyager. Star Trek Voyager from, from Gremlins, from Gremlins to from Explorers. He's also the uh, he's the bog monster in Legend. Yeah. He's the Whoa. alien at the end yeah, of Explorers. You didn't know that. The fart joking. That's alien. right. He is. Yeah. Uh, That's him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great. He, yeah. He's so a stuff. Dreams he's a, are made. He's of. a Joe Dante staple. So That's he shows great. up. He's also the cowboy in Inner Space, which yeah, is yeah. my favorite of his roles. Oh fuck yeah! Um, anyway, hey, big Jack. You great. remember Idi Amin's barbecue? <laughs> How could I forget? The sauce. Matt Lynch, everybody. God bless him. Love that movie. Yeah. That is a great uh, fucking movie. Robert, anyway, it. the great Robert Picardo. They yeah. figure him and the cops have figured out that uh, the person is reenacting the Jack the Ripper. So we don't yes. have to see this whole goddamn boring police investigation where they figure out this guy's doing the Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's cool. No, He's just told the, to us right it's away. Like, and, and this guy has killed his second to last victim. And so they're like trying to get yeah. on top of this because tonight. That night is going to be... It's like the anniversary of the crime, and so he's going to do the so crime tonight. It's like this last one's going to happen, so we need to f- fucking figure out how, where, how we're going to catch him. So we've already... They've already gotten a lot of that boring shit out of the way. Meanwhile, then we're spending time with this James Spader guy who's like this do-gooder, and we're like, why are we, why are we why hanging out with Why is he spending this? so much time with these why prostitutes? Are we, why are we hanging out with this nice guy so much who hangs around with prostitutes all the time, yeah. and it's James Spader, and we already kind of don't trust that he's a nice guy because yeah. he's James Spader. And he's very and smug. I mean, Despite no being a nice guy, he's Spader. very smug about his niceness. You know, yeah. He's, very, yeah, like, he's, he's, he's a do-gooder. He's pleased with he's his do-goodery. Himself. He's and also then, kind of a dork, too. He wears a Chicago Cubs ball cap. He's great, and it's... Hawaiian shirt, and he's just sort of like, I'm a, fun, I'm just kind of a fun, nice guy. Yeah, it's what, good. It's a, there's it's not good much spare. going on. It he's actually great. is like how uh, it's you get in the first half hour of this movie with the spending time with this character, with this Spader, you get so much more uh, character than you with his whole uh, guy in uh, what was the one Bad Influence. Who's, oh, suppo- yeah. who's supposed to be the same kind also of guy? Kind who's of like, like a meek, nice guy, but, yeah. and so you're like, James Spader can play like kind of a like non psycho weirdo. Mm-hmm. It's just that you have to um you know give him something to give fucking him something work to with. with it. Well he's like he's at least got the confidence of his abilities in this movie, yeah. whereas like in Bad Influence he's just a milk toast. <laughs> yeah. And he's a real piece of shit in Bad Influence too. Like yeah. in this one he's a genuine nice a genuine guy. Good guy. And but so he, uh, he goes to help a sex worker who needs an abortion, yes? Um no, he's not able to get that information from her because she's like, ah, he's like, I want to talk to you, I want to help you, and she's no, like, and okay, she, he goes help me out, and then his boss is he, like, get back here, get away from her. What happens? Yeah, and so then he, he his d- people, everybody him. leaves, and he picks up her file, and he goes home, and he uh, was looking through his stuff, and he finds a prom photo. Uh, yeah. I mean, and he's like, that's he why I recognized this girl. Him. Yeah. So he, so she's, she's like, that's he recognized her from high school, and so he's like, 
I'm going to go. Naturally, he has her address, her. so he wants to help her out. So he's going to go help her out. Meanwhile, another dude who works at the clinic, this real fucking huge guy, yeah. has like yeah. has like gone over to her house, her this apartment. His name is Jack. His name yeah. is Jack. Yes. And so this guy, Jack, has gone over to her house to perform an abortion. An illegal abortion. An illegal abortion for her because she needs it done. Um, and basically, he does that. He goes there. You see her, and you're like, "Ooh, this guy named Jack. He's uh, it's got it's it's got to be him, but it can't be him because his name's that's Jack. Pretty. That's two. Easy that's two on the nose. But, may, like but maybe it is. I don't know. And so he goes there. Uh, James Spader goes over to the house. He goes into her. He goes into her apartment, um, and sees that she's been she's been she's murdered. been murdered. horribly she's, mutilated. She's yeah. been horribly mutilated. And then <clears throat> this guy is there. Is Jack there. is there, and he's like. Oh, do it or whatever, and then immediately like goes crazy and like knocks him down and stuff and runs away. Then yeah. the car chase ensues. Yeah, they end up back at the uh, the clinic where they uh, have a fight. Where they have a fight, and, and Jack and, and realistic, very realistically, uh, Jack fucking pummels James Spader because yes. he's a he's a guy who's at least twice as big as James Spader. He's a little fella. Kills he, him and stages it as a suicide. Yeah, he hangs him. Well, he, he it's it, the struggle goes on for quite a while because at first he's, he chokes him and then you're like that's it, but then Spader comes back to life and then yeah. he tries to crawl come back to life. He, he he becomes conscious and tries crawling away and then the guy like while this is happening yeah. is rigging up a noose, yeah. puts it around his neck and pulls it up and you're like how's he gonna get out of this one? <laughs> and then he doesn't. And he, and he, he does does not. And he, uh, he dies. And he before the guy the guy very very weakly tries to explain like I, I was just there to give her an abortion and James Spader as a, he's like gonna I'm like he's like okay you know whatever you're saying and he's like kind of reaching for the phone like I'm still gonna fucking call the cops yeah right. because of how you did that and then that guy decides like well then I'm just gonna have to fucking murder you right he's covering his ass or he's, or whatever but but, so, but while he seems very guilty is adamant that he did not do it so yeah. anyway uh, he kills James he Spader. murders the main character of the movie yeah and they were about him. a half hour into the movie yeah, about a half he's hour hung up right and now. he's like and then uh, James dead. Spader wakes up from a dream. Yeah, James Spader <laughs> wakes up. Was it all a dream? He no. wakes up. He wakes up. No, he it was not. He wakes up. He goes out to his. Uh, Can, uh, to his before before we like. And the first thing you? he notices, he's got an earring. That's not the first no, thing you notice. The first thing you notice. The first thing you notice is that James Spader is wearing tidy whities yeah. not covered at all. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it's it is sexy as hell. Yeah, it's one of those real like well lit moonlight it's shots. You know, where like something. he's got the yeah. Jeff Goldblum body and the fly. They're from... really milking it, and they really. But he's doing the pose from Jurassic yeah. Park. You yeah. know? They milk. Uh, they also milk James. Spader Spader's body and new kids quite a bit where, where you're just like god damn James Spader that's true everyone Shit. loves it uh, so anyway so uh, but it's like a cuts. long extended close up of him it is, it's true yeah it's a long shot of his crotch uh, <laughs> uh, him going <sighs> So, so, <laughs> so like, super, uh, so super sexy, James Spader. But anyways, you're like, wanders, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're like, wait, didn't this guy just die? Oh, maybe this is like a premonition or something. Anyway, he goes out to his balcony, and you realize, oh, he's got Sweaty. a, he's got, got an, an earring. earring. Got an earring. He's got a scar by one of his eyes. Uh-huh. Earlier, he, earlier in the movie, uh, James Spader the first had said to like one of his clients that like, he had a he, brother. Oh, I got this brother. He's a bit of the nutty. He, like, he he's likes the nutty. He's, one. He's, the, he's the bad he boy. He likes him, but he's like the bad one. You know, he's not. But you know, he clearly has like affection for his brother. Yeah. But he's like, you know, he's he's, you know, I have a brother like that too. Yeah. And that's essentially it's like a throwaway scene that is like him talking to a. a a client. Yes. But then you find out, oh, he has not only has a brother, he has a fucking twin he brother. Has a twin brother who, who just then, had a who did have a dream about his death. He just had a dream. He saw James he saw his brother's death. 
It's sort of it's sort of a supernatural hook. A little depending bit. on how you feel it's, about it. It's like it. the femme fatale thing where yeah. at the end it's like, yeah, I had a dream and this is what happened in the dream and now that I'm out of the dream, here's what we're going to do. And that's exactly what happened. There's no but, explanation for it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's great. like scientifically it's a, it's a, for all we know, like the twins kind of do have weird shit like that. Sure, right. but who cares? So I don't know if you count it, consider it supernatural but it's or, a cool, or whatever. It's a cool I just think it's a great it's hook. It's a cool hook. It's, it's cool. a cool De Palma-y hook yeah. that's like, if, if, if you don't, so I hope if you have listened to this to this point, sorry for spoiling. If you hadn't listened to the, up to this point, it's fucking a, it's a pretty cool it's a pretty twist. Pretty good twist, and it yeah. does the movie does kind of uh, peak there, but it's pretty high, the, so it kind of takes a while to go down. There's a funny <laughs> moment because the because the body is found like across the park. Yeah, he can he lives, see the murder. He scene. lives next to Echo Park in Los Angeles, and he can see the ambulance driving up to the murder scene. It's all his stuff is in boxes just too, saw, so it's clear he just he like it's I think something he just moved. Yeah, maybe yeah. I can't remember if they say he got out of jail or something. They don't I don't really know if they even say he. He like has just moved in recently to near. He his just brother. had this dream, and so he like runs over to where the crime scene is, and he sort of has a feeling, and he like opens up the uh, star, the, the Ghostbusters ambulance car, and and lifts the sheet like, up, and everyone's and, yeah, confused. And everyone's when he, when he too. runs in there, you see the cops go, "What the fuck?" And the news <laughs> because they just news put lady? this dead body in the truck. It's and pretty he's great. Up and running around, and then he whips the sheet off, and it's him, yeah. and that's kind of the reveal of what's going on. Yeah, that's when you. I mean, that's when you know. That it's like a twin, but like I think you so awesome. figured it out at that point that yeah. like oh this is his twin brother, but you know he whips it back and goes, and so he's upset, and then the the news lady's there too, and she, I think she even goes like what the fuck yeah because <laughs> he's the same news lady from before. So the cops take him in, and he explains to the cops about his dream, and they're actually kind of very understanding for they police, give they give for, they consider it. They kind of don't flip him as much shit as like cops in these kind of movies normally do. They end up like chasing after him and kind of thinking maybe he's the killer yeah. and stuff. But like, well, they they and well, his brother has been set up as the killer now. His brother because his brother because he left a suicide note that was like, yeah, he has been. I framed. did all the killings and I couldn't take it, so I yeah. took my own life. He's been framed, and, and, and he's and like, and he Spader goes, is like, no. He goes. He goes. Way. No fucking way. My brother would kill himself, which yeah. is true. Because if you had, we spent a half hour with this guy, you're like, this guy is not suicide. This is like the least suicidal guy. And also, <laughs> I had this dream where I saw the killer, and 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 instead of having like Dennis France, they're going like, "Hey, McLean, with this bullshit, <laughs> get the fuck out of here with this bullshit dream." They're like, "Okay, really, a yeah. dream?" And then you, okay, yeah, Picardo, then, like these uh, two cops actually go to their boss with it and tell yeah. him about the dream, and he's like, "I don't know," but they, like yeah. they're surprisingly open to it. And Picardo, uh, the the police psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever he like comes in and does, like hypnotizes him so he can like see the whole thing yeah and so and he, he actually kind of relives, he actually the, relives the strangling yeah so it's almost like that that twin thing i guess where like he's that's the idea is that he's like he was in his head t- yeah there while my, this trauma and, was happening and that's why i'm brother. not sure how much this is like um junk science or whatever because i my, yeah. my niece and nephew are twins and like the twins do some weird shit sometimes. Yeah, where you're like, that's fucking eerie. I mean, it's a so it's a cool like yeah. So it, it's neat either way. Yeah, it's not explained. I love that they don't explain but, it. I love that it's just a matter of fact. Like, yes, he had a premonition. I think that that, the idea is that he had that premonition. He had that dream because they're twins, and you're just if you you either are like okay. Yeah, that that makes sense as a hook, or you go like nuh-uh, and you're like a party pooper. Yeah, like if you're like not on board with it, then you're like, well, I'm sorry that you. Uh, why? How do you? How do you get enjoyment out of anything? <laughs> but if you like are, then you're like, cool, yeah, makes sense. He knows who the killer is, and like that guy, we still don't know that Jack isn't the Jack the Ripper clone. 
we know that he did kill Spader, right. so he's guilty of that murder. Right. But we don't know that he's I still... I think we have pretty good reason to believe that he isn't, because he's just like, I'll name... kill you now, but I'm telling you, while I'm killing you, I didn't do this shit. Oh, right. I assume like, he did. Yeah. I mean, he's in cahoots with the other guy. That's right. They both did it. They but, both did it, but, but like, then, I'm not the main guy. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, he's saying he, he's saying he didn't do it. The whole time, I, as soon as that, as soon as he was saying, like, I didn't do it, I was like, oh, he's in cahoots with the other doctor. Sure. I, mean, I just knew it. Yeah. Uh, but there's so much. Ladi da Sherlock Holmes. But this this becomes this is the second uh, the second act of this movie is uh, is bad boy Spader <laughs> like going around he, he's he Doing works some at investigating a, he works, he works at, at a, a Foot Locker fucking fo- he well, manages called, a Foot Locker well it's called Soul sh- Soul Second Soul Second, second soul. soul oh yeah Which that's is like, right it's called Second Soul Second Soul it's like two f- souls twins second, he works yeah. at a, but like, this guy is the coolest smolderiest like he's a bad that's boy with a crucifix earring crucifix earring guy and he works at a shoe store like Al Bundy. Well, he's, he works like at the shoe store. Jail or yeah. Something. Well, he talks about it. He's like he works. Yeah. He's, he's, he manages it. Though. Yeah. He works at the shoe store because he like gave up a life of crime. Yeah. He manages the shoe he's store, so straight. he's doing quite well. And I like I, it's like this sad story, kind of, because you almost like are like, oh man, there's like this story that you don't see where he like his brother had to help him out, and then his brother's like, move in, move close to me, I'll be there for you. And then his yeah. brother and he got was murdered. A, yeah, and, and like, he was a nerd. He grew up like in his brother's shadow the yeah. whole time. His brother was always the There's good guy. There's this really sad the, story about how these two guys were brothers. That you, The movie doesn't like doesn't get, get into, into it at all. At all yeah. But you can kind of in, yeah. infer from like, oh man, this guy. Well, the thing this is, guy like, so this guy, he's, he doesn't like kind of there's no like scenes really where he's like breaking down about his brother's death. But no, you but the know melancholy fucking... is really palpable. Like yeah. he sells it. I mean, he's supposed to be this this tough guy, but he seems really sad. Like immediately. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really it's a really it's a great good performance. James I Spader love performance. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's great, great, great in, as the nerdy good bro- mm-hmm. brother, yeah. but as the smoldery bad boys sad brother, he's yeah. fucking wonderful. I also think that it's cool that like the nerdy good guy brother is like kind of smug. And then bad boy, bad boy Spader is like sad and reserved. Uh huh. Yeah, he's he's not doing anything in, incredibly broad with these, but they feel very different from yeah. each other, like from the jump. They feel like different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is it's a really good twin performance. Yeah, and uh, like uh, it's it, almost a shame that there's no point in this movie where they got we got to see them. I know, like yeah. do a dead ringers or something, but, like, that. like a flashback. Yeah. But you know the whole premise of the movie wouldn't work if worked, you yeah. you know you yeah. did have that. So <laughs> yeah, so so he just so goes around. He he uh, he hooks up. Well, he runs into uh, Cynthia Gibb. Cynthia Gibb. Well, she's, and he she's, walks, she believes because he goes into the clinic. <laughs> you and get another funny scene where he walks into the clinic and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and the <laughs> we were told this man was dead. And the doc, the like doctor there, the 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 you know boss there, like Fruit. immediately hates. Uh, Immediately hates uh, James Spader. Yeah, Spader two, Spader two, uh, which you know leads maybe makes me go, oh, okay, so he's uh, maybe he's maybe he's the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's definitely the bad guy. But the only person, you know, so then uh, the girl, she's like, I'm gonna, I want to help you out because the boss was like, I think he goes like, you get out of here, and she goes, fuck you, Sydney, Sydney, yeah, his name Sydney. is Sydney. He goes, fuck you, Sydney, <laughs> fuck you, which Sydney. is her boss there, which is, I love everybody, you kind of like, you don't feel for that guy, but you're like, nobody respects this guy. Yeah. <laughs> this one dude's leaving all the time to do other shit. They're tell- he's telling him to fuck off. He's <laughs> a mean, free clinic a mean boss. Man. Very weird. He is very mean. Weird pro- profession for a mean guy um, like that I feel like the into. momentum kind of falls off the movie at this point. It, it, it keeps going, and the whole, the, the whole 
thing is that you're supposed to you're I think you're supposed to kind of think that maybe he is the killer or the movie wants you to think that for a little bit yeah. that Spader you know? too is yeah, I mean the cops the cops the think cops it think minute, it might be him yeah, she, he's absolutely she thinks it for Cynthia a second kind of and then I think is. the movie kind of but you, the movie kind of also he doesn't want you to think so it kind of I think the movie doesn't really it wants it both ways and it kind of just muddles yeah, the, the thrills a little there is a great part where the cops come to Cynthia Gibbs house to see if Spader is there yeah and she's like in her nighty. He is there. He is yeah, there. Totally she's there. hiding him. Yeah. And then Jack had been stalking her seconds yeah. before, right? With his, right. Su- with his suckinies. Mm-hmm. right? And she at <laughs> oh, first, that would be Sydney then. She at Sydney first is like, yeah. "You're you were perving on me out in the window," and he's like, "No, he goes, really, what? you know, it wasn't me." Anyway, he, he, he does a great Spader thing. He goes, "What?" And she goes, "Yeah, would you give you a good look?" And he goes, "What are you talking about?" Out the window, just he goes, "When? When was it? Just now? Yeah. What?" Stay and in your lock the door. So he, he, so he gets swirls very, into action. He swirls into intense spare yeah. immediately. But uh, <laughs> well, my favorite part is when the cops come to the door looking for him, and she's like in her nightgown and everything, and she's like, "I'm not dressed." And the one cop goes, "It's okay." We're police officers, <laughs> and then his black partner looks at him. He's like, "Come on, glares." Dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because it has a shot. The the girl and the and his partner both give him the like. Yeah, it's Chris Mulkey too from uh, Twin Peaks. It's fucking great. <laughs> That's right. It's good. That was a good. That was a good moment that I yeah. that like, where it's just like they both give this. I'm like, fucking what the fuck, man? Because he's like the, he's the cop who kind of thinks that Spader's guilty, and like the other guy, the black guy is like, "No, I think he's he's onto something." But they all kind of believe that he like saw yeah. the murder of his brother. Which yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> they give a lot, plenty of credence to that to that um, theory. But anyway, so, it turns yeah. out that it's Sydney. It's Sydney. Yeah. Uh, he runs in. James Spader runs into Robert Picardo's house at some point too, which yeah. I think is like a, a last. It's Robert like a Picardo, last... by the way, very handsomely paid. Apparently, <laughs> lives in this fucking Doc Brown mansion. That, I don't know that he's just the police psychologist. I think he's like a private that's, practice. That's sure. what he that's does. Like, yeah, he's they brought they brought the most famous psychiatrist yeah, like, in town in to solve the he's Jack like the a Ripper best, murders. He's like a best selling, you know. Yeah, yeah. Author it's or just really funny because he's like in his oh, slippers a, and his smoking jacket. But he lives with his mom. You know, you really that's right. You know, you really shouldn't wake me up in the middle. Disturbed my and then he goes to his desk and he's got a gun because he's like afraid of James Spader. But also, you think there's like a it's like a last ditch red herring. It feels like to go like, like maybe this is oh, the guy. maybe it's him. And then uh, James Spader runs off. And well, Spader's like, Spader. And he calls goes, and then he calls the cops. He's like he's like hey hey he's uh, something something. You're like okay he's not the yeah. So it's so at that point we we know you're that out of suspects. It's definitely Sydney. Well, he hypnotizes Spader again. That's right. Spader's hypnotized me. Hypnotize me, and then that's when he puts the game. He's like, I don't think a guy who's trying to kill me would want me to hypnotize him right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And so he hypnotizes him, and then so Spader gets the final portion of the flashback, the, and is so, and so he's like getting hung again through his through his vision, yeah. and then at the end when he's just fading, he sees the Sockany shoes, and then looks up and sees Sydney slash Frude kind of going like, ooh, and then he yeah. slips away, and so now he knows who did it because he'd seen the Sockany. Uh, Prince outside of uh, yeah. By the way, I, I just want to say this: the, the Saucony Jazz is my my shoe. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. That's what I said when I saw the Saucony. I was like, Travis is the killer. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just another reason to like this movie for me. It's my favorite shoe plays a prominent role in it. <laughs> And there's I recognize those shoes anywhere. They're Travis's. The trademark tread pattern that they still have to this day. You don't change what's what's already perfect. This was 1988. 1988. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So the shoes look exactly the same. They mm. do. They look exactly the same. God bless them. Uh, so uh, so shoe. you know, of course, it's the old. So it's the Saucony wearing uh, grump. <laughs> Sydney, who's who's actually Jack Thurber. Meanwhile, Jack is still out there, and he's been constantly, almost, he's been kind of trying to kill. <laughs> Uh, Spader and the girl <laughs> at different points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unsuccessfully, 
I believe. I don't remember exactly. The middle of this was kind of muddy. Yeah. It kind of is like meandery. There's like scene. It's like a lot of like misdirection that doesn't quite. It doesn't quite work because the it's not strong enough to compete with the with the beginning. It's just yeah. Yeah, they like they really like kind of blow their load with that with that twist, and then once you get that, it's like you're really high, so it takes a while. It kind of plateaus and takes a while for it to go down. It's and it's slow, not it doesn't it get slowly bad. peters out from the from the half hour yeah. mark, but but like it's a uh, not that it, precipitous yeah, a drop. It needs it's very solid still. I think but. It, it it doesn't need another twist, but what it needs is like a third act, some kind of formal trick to match the dream, like twin reveal right. wake up thing. Well, like. Yeah. Just like, to keep the momentum going. Like if, like if, so if, like, say, let's do a thought experiment. Like if Brian De Palma directed. If Brian this, De Palma directed. Like this. there would be like a there'd be in the middle section there there'd be like a boring stretch maybe because yeah. like whatever people you a have lot to, of let's exposition. Get some exposition. Then there would be some kind of fucking set piece there where, there like, he does a, be where he relives scene. the thing or something. And there'd you go, be a long oh, okay. scene with Robert Picardo where he sits right. down and they explain how the link works between twins. Sure. Yeah. It would be like the dress to kill which thing. Which might be, like, which would be, which would be like, okay, that's some boring exposition, but the camera might be doing something funny. Or right. Something. I don't know. We'll, uh, and it, yeah. would, it would end with a shot of like a guy <laughs> wearing sunglasses in the back. Like it would, it would like do a slow zoom and right. the killer would actually be in the room with them. So I mean, it, I don't, I don't think that this is yeah. what De Palma would do but I think it should end with him getting hypnotized one more time by Robert Picardo and then it's it's his brother in heaven going like you really did it there you really did it there brother thank you so much for vindicating me and then it's the heaven from Bill and Ted's bogus and they journey high five. too and, and, they, and they Bill and Ted from Bogus Journey are in the background it's like right when they're going to heaven <laughs> Crossover, shared universe, shared universe. <laughs> but yeah, it just needs like it needs like one more goose. Yeah, it needs a it needs a set piece or something. Yeah. It just kind of has some like some chases that are kind of. He just basically defeats the killer, yeah. and, and that's yeah. That. Because the then Jack the comes the to fight him, and then he fights him, and I think shoots him, or the girl shoots him, yeah. or something. And then uh, does Sydney get killed? Yeah, I don't remember. I, I hope so. He's the bad guy. Does yeah. he get killed? Yeah. Yeah, does he get I shot? That's my memory. I actually don't, I remember, don't remember if I think so. But uh, okay, they get him. Hey, they get him, and it's great. Like a lot of these movies, where it just ends like the the they get the bad guy, and then the girl and the and James Spader are like holding each other, and then it freeze frames and it's the end credits, and it's like just ends. Yeah, which is which I love because there's no you feel like there's always going to be some kind of extra epilogue where it's like but and so then there's ugh. yeah it stops just and we don't remember knows when to get the fuck out of there. Um. Yeah. So Jack's back. That's, yeah. that's I'm gonna give it four Juds for the first Do half hour. We have some hour. quotes though. I don't have like a whole lot of. The best quote is the "We're police officers" line. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> there's a there's a part uh, when he's like like smoldery Spader two gets to like shout he, his his catchphrase is motherfucker. Yeah, he says motherfucker all the time. Yeah. My brother didn't kill me once. Some motherfucker put a rope around his neck and strung him up to the ceiling. <laughs> Fuck your eyewitness. <laughs> and he's yeah. kind of like righteously enraged like that all the time, and it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much it. And they, like at the end, he's talking to the one of the bad guys. You're gonna fry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that. And one of the and one of the parts that I really liked, possibly my favorite part, other than uh, the maybe the the crazy twist at the half hour mark, but where Spader uh, is squaring off against Jack. Spader two is squaring mm-hmm. off against Jack, and Jack's a big dude. He's Spader very, two kicks he, well, his he's, fucking ass. He's a big dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> he kicks oh, him in the they, balls like talk, seven I think, times. I think they referenced that he was in the army earlier. Yeah, he so was there's in the a army. Couple, there's a couple fight scenes with him in it where he like 
kicked Handles people's himself. asses and in, I think a, Spader, in a way that's realistic yeah. to someone who had some like military training. training. I think Spader might have done a little training because yeah. he's he's like got he's he looks he's legit. Got the he's, he's got the stance and he's doing a thing and and he kicks the shit out of Jack. <laughs> yeah. he kicks him in the balls so many times, really hard. Well, and I think it's that's like cool. that's like a. T- a because, because you know, or the earlier scene we saw him fight a guy who's this exact same guy, and he and he just murders him. Yeah, yeah. And is, like, there, any, murders is there him. any other movie where you see James Spader kicking ass? It's just not a thing. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's it. Yeah. He really fucking kicks ass in that movie. Kicking There's so many of them. He's got ass. way more twins in that movie, too. It's oh. true. He sure does hate humanity or whatever. Okay. And so forth. <laughs> right. Fuck yeah. you. So uh, yeah, ratings. You were you were you were. I'm giving ratings. it four judges for the first half hour, three nice. judges for the rest of the movie. Oh, interesting. I like that. And then I'm going to give it. Uh, I don't know. Like it's not that sleazy. Like you know, like one Douglas. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, not, it's not very. It's not sleazy at yeah. all. Really. It's even for something that's based around uh, the Jack the Ripper killings. In some regard, it's not. Doesn't really get too like grosser. But what about this fucking Spader waking up? Yeah, you that know. Is, that is like I wouldn't call pure, that sleaze. It's nah. not sleaze, but it's like I know uh, I have uh, several like female, Paul, female friends yeah. who are uh, who sure. are big Spader fans, and and they were just like couldn't stop talking about that scene. You know, I think you've been naked. I think that's delivering some serious goods in its way. Well, that's okay. There's your one Douglas. All right. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going for it. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm giving it ten out of ten crucifix earrings. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Uh, dangling crucifix earrings i think i'm gonna do the exact same thing uh you know four for that first first part and then it really turns into three just sort of becomes very ordinary it's it's very crazy and weird on paper and is only mildly crazy in execution which is not disappointing per se but like from how this movie sounds when you when you read its synopsis you think it would be one of the craziest things ever and it's just merely a fine movie um I'm giving it. I'm giving it two Douglases because I, I do find that to be it, to be very salacious. Very and sort of like we're getting Spader. Spader's got a good body. Let's get a real. The shot is from a angle where it's like straight at his dick too. Like it's pretty. I don't know. I thought it was pretty sleazy. Um, I, I feel like you're, you're just confusing eroticism with sleaze here. Which we is, we obviously know. very much disagree on how the, the dangerous Douglas dangerous is. precedent. Yeah, we obviously very much disagree on how the Douglas ratings are supposed to be dispersed. <laughs> Every single episode, we have different impressions of it. What are you gonna do? Uh, and I'm giving it seven extremely hard Spader nut shots. Mm. Spader kicks to the balls. Repeatedly. He does kick that guy. Just kicks balls. him in the Let's balls. Talk about Spader so neutered. Times. Spader neutered. That guy got Spader neutered. He got Spader neutered. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing as you guys did. Do yeah. the twin ratings because I think that the, <coughs> it's strong. It's apropos. It's strong, and then it's uh, then it's then it's fine. And it's the rest of it's fine. Yeah. And uh, I'm going with one Douglas. I mean, I I. It's no, it's not, it's not, there's nothing sleazy in the movie besides that maybe that one shot, which is just like, whoa, look at James Spader's package. And then the rest of the movie is like, even like the killing of the, like the, it's like off camera of the woman, the killing of him is like very violent, but, uh, but for the most part, it's not like nothing, nothing really even 
graphically violent the, happens the, too much. After the the crime scene of that woman being murdered is yeah, yeah, yeah. extremely gory, but it's that's it. But you they don't. But show, you don't see it happen. You, you There's see some that, fights. No, you don't see it happen. But you see the aftermath, and it's yeah. like they put work into it. It's very yeah. gross. And then you're gonna like, I think I know what kind of movie this is, but you never really see anything nah, like that. Again, really. the rest of the movie. So I'm going with I'm going with one Douglas, um, and then I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Uh, classic Sakanis. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Great shoe. Great shoe. Great shoe. Speaking of great. <laughs> That's a good segue. Thank you. <laughs> Are we moving on to the new kids? Let's, let's do the let's let's get down to the, the whole kids. reason that we came here. 1985's unsung gem. They are brother and sister alone. I said Mac and Mom are dead. Killed in a car crash. On their own. Without parents. Without friends. Trying to make it in a new town. Something bothering you, cousin? No. Nothing ever bothers me. Yeah! Facing a dangerous new enemy. Yeah, I can get it. Says who? Says me and 50 bucks. A gang that will stop at nothing to add one new word to their lives. Terror. Unheralded. Unheralded. I hadn't even heard about this movie until about a year and a half ago. I watched I it like it three, four years ago. It turns out I watched it like, f- yeah, four years ago. I think maybe one, either you turned me onto it or I turned you onto it. Like one of us found it. One of us was turning the other one on. Yeah, is exactly. What, is, is the <laughs> key. important thing. Yeah, I give that three, I, three I, Douglases. <laughs> just, I, just us talking about it? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I'd seen, I'd seen this before and really enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, it was that was fun to watch again. Yeah, it's uh, how, how to how to put this movie. I I love this movie, and this movie is fucked up. Like it is yeah. demented. Like it's, the premise of this movie is is thoroughly demented. It's the it's it's what I would call the good movie by uh, what's his name Sean S. Sean S. Cunningham. Cunningham. He has. A, I'm not a fan of the Friday the Thirteenth movies in particular. I'm not the first one, especially. Um, but uh, but he directed this one too, this movie as well, and I, this movie is great. <laughs> This is uh, 1985. What a, what a great year! What a great year for um, film. So Travis, uh, you you let's you do the plot. You do it. Let's hear you start the plot of the new kids. I mean, the movie just starts out wonderful because it's, they they yeah sorry. because because it's uh, it starts out with uh, what's his face? What's the what the what's the actor's Tom name? Atkins. Tom Atkins. Tom motherfucking mustache Tom Atkins. So you know it's going to be good Tom Atkins. Yeah. That's the that's how you tell. <laughs> this is how, how you tell. kind of know what kind of <clears throat> what kind of tone this, this movie what, what kind of it's hard to explain. This movie's just gross in a wonderful way, but it's just like what the fuck. Tom like Atkins is, I believe, third build in the in the credits yeah. too. Yeah, well, it's very prominent, but then he's gone very fast. <laughs> That's what I mean. He's, That's why he's, it's, it like tricks you. The credits say, "Oh, Tom Atkins is in the first shot of the movie." Oh, Tom Atkins is like the third credited person. Oh. Uh, I Uh-oh. don't know. Now I don't know what this movie's gonna do. Tom Atkins is a badass military guy. He's 89 years old, some, <laughs> somehow still in the military. Tom Atkins, it was old at the time, looks much older. His <laughs> skin is actually his Marine uniform at this point. <laughs> but but he's like this. He's this lovable badass military he's like a military hero dad. Guy. Very, and he has and these it, two very disciplined teenage children. He's raising yeah. his kids fucking tough. It's a Lori Loughlin as, like, and military some guy. guys. But this is how he. This is yeah, how he Lori Loughlin and some guy. Well, this is how he wakes guy. up his kids. Kids though, uh, he, he wakes up both the, the Lori. Are they twins? 
I think they might be twins. Either way, it's he's got he's got two remember. teen two teen they're kids. teens, yeah. and, and so he's waking up his son. They're, they're waking up at like five o'clock because military bullshit. And, but it's all it, but it's not depicted. It's depicted as awesome. Yeah, like they're having this fun. Guy, this great, is how their family is. He's like, let's go, son. What's the matter? You whack off too much last night. That's how he wakes up his son. And the way then he, he wakes goes, up his daughter is, and then he goes into his weird. daughter. Isn't it a bit weird? <laughs> and then she, and she's something about uh, how she complains about his job and how he has to leave soon. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but it pays me. That's more greenbacks to buy designer jeans for this sexy little bod. And then he slaps her ass. <laughs> and you're like, fucking hell. Right? But it's there all, we go. But it's all played as like... That this is, is very lovable. That is not. That is a horrible act uh, to do to your child, but it is depicted as like, ain't this guy great? Because this movie's fucked up. It doesn't, and I don't think it knows how fucked up it is. Well, I don't think that at the, I don't think that at the time this movie came out, that, that would have been that less. That I think that people would have gone like, that's fucked up. I mean, there's there's actual fucked up stuff that happens in this movie that yes. at, that is meant that's, to be fucked. But that's yeah. this movie at its cheerful, like happy. As and then a, they as go a, for as a ninety year yeah. old father patting his teenage girl on the ass. <laughs> And then they go and for saying a she run. has a sexy little bod. sexy little bod. <laughs> then they do it. Then it cuts right there. They have like, a training montage. We're like three minutes into this movie, training montage, and the song is like "Stand Up for What You Believe In." Yeah, and they're running around Don't the military base, push you around, jumping walls, climbing <laughs> under fences. <clears throat> and it seems like they're it kicking. seems like this is what they do every morning. This is so you like, know. This is, like, this is a movie. Uh, this is a horror movie about Stephen King style bullies who are yeah. absolute monsters. It is a bullying story told like a slasher film. And but like the interesting angle about it is that the kids who are getting picked on by the bullies are way fucking more they're uh, more form- intense, formidable yeah. than the bullies are. These these kids are constantly having to hold themselves back from killing people. Yeah, because they're both killing machines. Yeah, they've been it's trained. Good. It's a good. I don't know. Is this based on a book or anything? Because it's a good. The way the no. the way the movie unfolds is really like is like is like a good like horror novel because you don't it's like you don't know this first stuff you're like what what movie am i watching like this because it's just this happy (laughs) training montage to some generic training uh, song and then like uh five minutes in tom atkins is like well the wife and i are going away and while they're watching for pizza while the kids are watching with all their friends uh his dad their dad tom atkins getting like a medal of honor yes he he, He he gets a a medal of honor from the he gets a medal of honor from the president for single-handedly subduing five hijackers yeah on a boeing 747 (laughs) (laughs) again like four minutes into the movie you get that line and you're like the fuck and you're like, I can't fucking wait to see what this Tom Adkins guy does in this movie because you know what he does? he's been set up to be this fucking bad. This dad is the best. He's the most bad. God damn it. What's going to happen? These kids are going to get attacked and their dad's going to have to come save them. So anyway, hold on. I got to get the phone real quick. Oh, your, kid, your dad and your mom have been killed in a car accident. Everybody both, shut both up. Both of them? Yes. Both uh, of them. Everybody shut everybody the fuck shut up. Everybody shut up. Mom and dad are dead. <laughs> They're dead. So. <laughs> They're all dead. So that's the first, that's the first five minutes of this movie. And then the parents are dead, and you're like, well, now I guess I don't know what's going to happen. This and this movie. is not the kind of movie that's going to linger on tragedy for even a second. So the kids yeah. are depicted as being sad for like three seconds, yeah. and then uh, then they get shipped they off get shipped to off Florida, to Florida to stay well, with their uncle, who, who's, first who, who meets them at the uh, at the funeral. Yes, he comes up to him. I think he, there's a there's a little scene at the funeral, and then he's like, hey, you gotta hey, stay with me, kids. <laughs> It's ah, me, uh, your crazy ugly uncle. It's I forget the actor's name. He's Buddy Webber, Buddy Wallace from Sneakers. From sneakers. Tim yeah, Tim yeah. Bus 
Holyfield's uh, partner Timothy in Busker, villainy yeah. in sneakers. Yeah. What's his anyway? Buddy Weber, Buddy Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual troubles. He's financial fucking, he troubles. He is fucking great in this. He's like a he's like a he's get like rich a quick scheming, get rich quick scheming, laughing, jovial. He's like a good dude, yeah. but also kind of a scumbag. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie lives in Florida. The aptly named Uncle Charlie his lives latest, in Florida. His latest get rich quick scheme is he has purchased a derelict amusement park, yeah. which he will restore. And turn into a tourist trap, and it's a Christmas theme. Santa's Funland. And I, yes. I was uh, the I was watching with our with our uh, mutual friend Rich Grinzinski, and he was saying that like those apparently those like Christmas themed amusement parks like are just fucking litter like Florida. Really? Oh, Florida like, itself is just amusement. That's what he was saying that they, he's like that it's like not weird. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that they just they shot at a real one that was like either sure. abandoned or had closed. You know, gave them permission to shoot there. Because it's not something; it's not a set that they built. So he's just like, yeah, they're all over the place. There. Uh, did you like yeah. his explanation for why he got the amusement park too? Is because he, he was going to get those people that are on their way to Disneyland. He's like, yeah. I'm going to prime them for Disneyland. Like it's they're like going to stop here first. Yeah, it's like a six hour drive from this or that to the to Disneyland, and then you stop here to whet their appetites. Yeah, it's okay. It's like an appetizer before moving on to a he's real. Great. He really reminds me of the uh, the dad from uh, Gremlins. Yeah, he's like that kind of guy. Point he's like not him. a con man, but he's like a guy who's got like a. He's always got some kind. A scheme, but yeah. in like a lovable and, way. And his wife loves him, but she's also kind of like it's another one of his fucking schemes. Yeah. You know what he's like. There's a couple scenes where she is like really fed up, and she's like, I know "The financial stuff," and he's like, "Oh, don't worry oh, about it, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be fine." Fucking Barney Rubble here opens an amusement park in, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> in Florida. Yeah, he's, so, he's kind of a delightful bag of crap. So, so he, so he moved. He, he, the kids moved down there. Lori Loughlin and some guy. Um, move in with His name uncle. is Lauren, so it's Lori and Lauren. I don't know what the actor's name is. Okay, and I, I they might have. I don't they know. They might be th- twins, then, if they're named the same. Like no, that. no. Well, it's Lori Laughlin. I, I don't oh. know what her character's name is, but I just refer to them as the, Lori, Lori and Lauren. It's Abby and Lauren. I'm going con- to continue to refer. His to name him is as some it, the guy. actor's name is Shannon uh, Shannon Presby, and evidently he quit acting after this movie. So oh. I wonder. He's just too traumatized. I wonder if they if he was like an athlete of some kind because he does a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. So maybe they just wanted a guy who could do who would do like some of his own physical stuff or they knew a guy who was athletic and they were like we're gonna yeah. hire you and then he he's was fine like, i don't want to be he's, he's not like, bad I don't, in it i don't want to be an actor no he's fine he's just a guy it's like in yeah. a movie that's populated with uh laurie laughlin and eric james stoltz. spader and eric stoltz and like other the guy from sneakers the guy from sneakers <laughs> eddie jones that's his name the eddie guy from jones. sneakers and you like you the, the other main character is like and Tom Atkins and then this other main character is like oh this, this must be some guy from other right, 80s yeah. kids he was like the second guy in the last starfighter or something nope he's nobody nope he's not a guy nope yep. he's just okay he's not a guy <laughs> he's not a guy anyway well, so they go to they start going to school yeah. in yeah. florida and moving immediately on, moving on with their lives their parents were both, no, and both I was, their parents died like I, a week ago when we were watching the movie i was talking about how this is the ideal situation for inheriting uh children who've been uh, orphaned yeah. is cuz they're already in high school so you're like yeah. worst case scenario <laughs> and <have> significant <laughs> combat experience but worst case scenario like besides these kids just if you inherited any kids this yeah. way that's the best way to do it is cuz like the, they're going to be kids, here for like a year they're going to be here for like a year a yeah. year and a they're half they're both like 17 and then they're going their to their inheritance will pay for their college and there you go and yeah. then they're going to go away uh, so like I, yeah. yeah I'll take these kids go ahead out. and live in the construction shack that I build like uh, yeah. elves out of so they they go they move down to Florida they're helping out they're helping Uncle out Charlie yep. to spruce up the amusement yep. park they uh-huh. give him some money for it too yeah mm-hmm. that's out of their that's a point of contention point of contention point of contention and uh, and they start going they start going to school where they like run into do. some new friends 
some new friends and some yeah yeah Eric Stoltz is a mm-hmm. nice boy who takes a liking to Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a, there's Eric another. Stoltz is a very he's a very nice boy. I, he's, he, nice. He, he's a very nice boy. He seemed yeah. like he was like just he I'm, he must have just actually been a teenager. He's very much in the mold of Gary from Fear. Yeah, uh, but like but like Gary from Fear was thirty. And, and was just killed. And horribly. I think that Eric Stoltz is. Uh, yeah, I was worried for Eric Stoltz the yeah. whole movie. He didn't. He didn't bite it. Lauren also gets a gets a girlfriend who yeah. just immediately basically pops up and is like, "I'm gonna be your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm really hot. I'm your girlfriend now." He's yeah. like, "All right." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Everybody in this he fucking high school her. is is a treat. They're all wonderful people, with Except. the possible exception of five stone cold psychopaths. <laughs> I have a, that I, are just monsters. I feel like my, I think my, my review of this originally, I had to look it up again to see when I watched this. My review was like these these bullies go from regular bullies to full on Stephen King bullies real quick. <laughs> they're just psychopaths because they're they're like they're like mean to start with, but then there's a point where they like. Well, we'll get to that. Um, but it, do they? Do they? Does the guy start harassing Lori Laughlin like on the in the first scene? Do we meet so, them as soon as they see her? Um, doesn't he have the line where he's like, "There's a movie I wanted to go see," or no? It's, I've seen it a bunch of times already. The driving, it's like a porno movie. This is after they. This is after they've like bumped into her. The in first the, thing that they, they it's, it's like you subtle. You see these dudes all hanging out, and just the way that they look, and and yeah, before bad, they even say anything, dudes. you're like, "Those are bad guys." But like they start looking at Lori Laughlin, and one of them, the first thing, like one of them says, "Boy, I'd like to fuck her." Yeah. Just a pushing <laughs> and a pulling, and then another guy goes. <laughs> oh yeah, it takes some doing getting in those pants. And then another guy goes, "I could get her, and fuck her, black and blue." <laughs> Cute, good. And God. these guys are all like charming. They're the first thing that they say. They're all like charmless, gross rednecks, except for their leader, James Spader, who's Eddie like, Dutra. who's like dressed. In, Dutra. He's, he's wearing these like these like silk shirts and sunglasses, and he's got this feathered like bleach blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, he's bleach blonde. It's extra blonde yeah. Spader. And he he's like, wearing sunglasses, and he's clearly it, their leader because the rest of them are. Some kind of swamp trash. Like they are. Like <laughs> I think they even shows where they live, and they just live in a swamp where they shoot guns and train dogs train to chew dogs. on on bloody ropes. Yeah, Spader, Spader might be slightly more educated. Because you, well, you see his house at some point, and you're like, and so he he's not related man. to them. Eddie Dutra has a sweet van. He does have a sweet van. Eddie Dutra. Yeah. Dutra. Uh, Eddie Dutra. I'm Dutra. Eddie Dutra. Yeah. He at one point but, goes, my name's Dutra. My name's Dutra. Dutra. You know what that means? <laughs> and he never explains what it means. I looked it up. I was like, does that mean something? It does not. I think, yeah, maybe there, <laughs> was, a, maybe there was a cut scene where like his parents are powerful in town right. or something. I think it means, like, yeah, like, the, the name Dutra rings out in this town. We got all the power. Right. We got all the dogs. We got all the swamp trash. We got all the pot. <laughs> we have the tools. We have the talent. The talent. <laughs> uh, but Dutra and these bullies are just like in charge of the school. They, they rule the school with an iron fist every Everyone hates them. Yeah. They're, they're cruel, malicious, malicious monsters. And like Stephen King bullies, they're not actual people who have a pathology that like got this way from from some reason and are maybe inherently tragic somewhere inside. They like came out of the dirt. Bullies I would argue that the Stephen monsters. King bullies generally do have that pages and pages of that. Uh, I, I, I don't I, remember many of the. I books. don't. Rem- I don't remember the last time you read it, but there's probably fifty pages describing uh, Henry Bowers. <laughs> oh home right, life. his dad's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so anyway, but but they're they're monsters. This is the Sean S. Cunningham joint. This isn't a Stephen King. But they joint. are. But they are. They are Stephen King bullies. Yeah. Where they were like, why are these guys crazy? And they're they're hardcore rednecks. They got they got a pit bull. Uh, and it, there's one scene where the, the the shot opens up with them draining blood out of a cow and filling a. No, bowl they chopped the, it. No, they uh, they chopped the head off a chicken. 
Well, there's a cow scene Isn't too, it? where they where there they, is a big, they chop the head off a chicken too. too. Oh, yeah. that's later, right? Oh, the, what they tri- they chop the head off a chicken earlier, and then they spray the blood from the chicken onto this rope. It's and then ca- they it's set the, the cow dog blood on, on the rope, and then they no, it's the chicken blood on the rope, and then the cow is I'm later. I'm not going to argue that. which blood is what. No, the cow is later because it's when they've murdered all the animals at uh, Uncle Charlie's oh, petting and zoo, they start and then they pour blood on him. This that's happens. why it's important that it's the chicken is earlier. Let's get past this argument and get to what happens. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying it's semantic. I'm just saying that it is important because it's like literally, they're like, oh, there's a little kill at petting zoo, and then later in the movie they they murder all those animals because this movie's fucked up. Let's look at that kill. Little cow! Oh, oh shit! No. So, so basically, the, 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 the a war of escalation begins with these bullies because these two kids, as soon as these bullies start attacking them, they're like, um, they have no, they'll have none of it. Uh, yeah. I, well, well, but at the same time, they also know that they could kill these guys in a second if they <laughs> yeah. wanted to, and they're like, we don't want any trouble. Our our hands are could be registered as uh, yeah. deadly weapons. And like Nicolas Cage in uh, in The Rock, or no, Con in Air. Con Air, we would go to jail if we if we beat you to Cameron, death. Cameron, this guy's dead. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> such they're such honed weapons that they have to like stop themselves from, from like killing. I all just the time. I just I didn't I never actually got that from it. I know that they, I felt like they could do that, but I, I felt, just think they don't want any trouble. I also felt like they're just like so like. Like she, like uh, Lori Laughlin is actually really good in this, mm-hmm. and she's yes, like great. immediately fed up with like any of this shit. There's a good th- scene with her and Eric Stoltz actually before the bullies, where she's like get called on for an answer, and she like hasn't been paying attention in class, and he like shows her the answer, and she's like, I don't know, and the guy's like, it's twelve, and then Eric Stoltz is like, why didn't you take the answer? Didn't you know it was right? She's like, I knew it was right. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to cheat. And he's like, oh, hey, can I see you again? And she's like, sure. Tomorrow in algebra class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they become boyfriend become and girlfriend, boyfriend or whatever and, and stuff. But a and lot it's of very it, sweet. But it's like that's that's telling because then later on when the bullies are like, "Hey, well, I'm going to take you to a drive-in porno," she's like, "Oh, fuck yourself!" Basically, <laughs> but they just like roll. It's like they're just like, "Ah, these fucking guys." The redneck bullies end up having like a bet and like, "I bet I get be the first to fuck her, and mm-hmm. I'll be the first to fuck her." And then uh, and so they all and so there's like uh, about five ten minutes of them just constantly these. These troglodytes keep on going up to her, and then just being shocked that she rejects them. They like can't believe like the what's what's the the second in command guy, the real Gideon. Gideon. He's just like, what did you say? You come over to my house and give me a fucking lap dance? He's like, no. And he's like, what are you talking about? He can't. He's just outraged. <laughs> There's a movie I seen like five times at the drive-in. It's called Saturday Night Girls. <laughs> yeah, that's another one he's got. He's Is guys, this when he's when she's on the computer? Yeah, and then yeah. he sp- and then he he and then spits on her computer. Spits it's on her computer. computer, and then and then he's talking to Spader, and this is there's so many good lines. Like we didn't have many good lines for the last two. I've got a bunch on this one. It's all this is good. what the guy's, the whole this is what the guy's, his whole conversation is here on uh, IMDb. Oh, does it include the line uh, that girl and her jerk off brother wouldn't give you the steam off their shit? <laughs> no, it's the a, steam it's, off their shit. It's the one where he's talking to Lori Laughlin, where he's like trying to ask her out. At the gas station, like when he's like, he's like, you want to fill her up, you know, that whole thing. Yes, oh, the dance. So Spader goes after Gideon. Spader is like, well, yeah, maybe she didn't like you, but I, I'm fucking awesome, and she's gonna love this. And he and she does not. She let's does not, not care for it. Let's not forget that Sean S. Cunningham, uh, besides making uh, Friday Thirteenth, also was the guy who made uh, Last House on the Left with uh, Wes Craven. Yeah. So like. Now, you know, now might be the time to also to point out that, uh, that like, Jake Gyllenhaal's Jake dad and Megan Gyllenhaal's this. dad wrote this Stephen shit. Gyllenhaal. Nice. Stephen Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's that scene where he asks her to the dance, and apparently he, <laughs> he go, that's where he goes. I'm Eddie Dutra. You know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> no. He goes. Uh, what is he? He goes. 
he hands, he's like, I'm asking you, Nasty, are you going to go to the dance with me? She's like, I don't think so. It's going to be $4 for the guys. She's like, don't give me no bullshit about $4. I'm talking about a dance here. Then he, tries, then he tries to pay her with a he tries to pay her with a hundred dollar bill because he's a drug dealer and she's like I can't break this you know I come in here I act decent to you and you turn me down well I don't fucking believe that he's so <laughs> outraged that she doesn't he actually pounds his head on the back of his so on his great. van so god damn it so what uh what leads what's the thing that leads to the brother sneaking into uh James Spader's room and putting a knife on it is it like because she they, you know, oh you they, know, bitch you had your shot and you just fucked it up. What are you made out of mouth? Another line. Uh, so they they just get, are mad that Lori Laughlin rejected. But all then of they them. killed they uh, killed the rabbit and throw it in her shower. No, this is before that they uh, vandalize uh, Santa's fun. That's land. right. They, and they the car. spray paint like slut. And the and car. Then, I think the car is after that. Might be after that, but they spray paint slut and stuff. And then and they're like, well, we know who did that, but uh, we didn't actually see them, so we can't really tell the cops anything. And then they key the car, and they're very blatant about that. They're like still leaning on the car, yeah, going yeah. like, the shame, what happened up. to your car? Yeah. And the cops are. It's like that kind of town where the cops the cop I mean, clearly knows that they did the it the cop can't do anything i mean the cop actually can't arrest them for it because nobody because he's you know you know but like also it's like the cops are being run by these fucking psycho yeah the kids. cops are just as afraid of the psycho kids as anyone else yeah uh and they're kind of in cahoots at the same time yeah. but like so at this point once the key, the key card and it, and it is uh uncle charlie's beloved stupid old cherry car. red old convertible best time in the world was 1960 elvis was playing on the radio blah 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, Uncle Charlie just won't shut the is. fuck up, but he's great. And when, and when, and when our, Uncle Charlie sees the keyed car, he's so much more disappointed than he is at the funeral of his fucking brother. Or when his pets get killed. Like, he's at the funeral going like, you kids want to come live with me? And he sees his cars, but he's like, oh my God. Oh, my car. He's, my car. He's very upset. And at this point, uh, that's Lauren, that why Lauren, they go? Is that why they go to... Yeah. Okay. It, basically, this is this is when this serious war of escalation begins. Cause it, cause, and, it's because, the, and, it's the good, and it's the good guys that actually... Escalated. They're the most. Cut, they're not not. not gonna, gonna take this and I'm not shit saying anymore. that like they that it needed that, that like when the bad guys escalate it, it's much worse. This guy escal, but this guy's like. I'm going to go over there with escalates. a knife. He yeah. escalates it quick because he breaks into James it's Spader's amazing. house and yeah. into his room and holds him in knife point. He ties and he, him. And he, he ties him up. Puts yeah. a noose around. He's like, his "Where's neck. your fucking money?" And holds a knife up to him. And he makes and he makes him he makes him give him money to pay back for the the damages to the car. I would also like to point out. Just for people, same Spader in his underwear when this happens, Look, <laughs> yeah. looking pretty good. There's a long and there's a there's a and they linger on this. They linger on this. Doesn't he have it. some unusual shit in his room? Like he's got no, he's got great, he's got great pictures on. He's got this uh, like a some sort of a animal skin. Like right. and then above that is like a battle axe, <laughs> and then on the animal skin is like a picture of him. Yeah, like when he was younger or something, and it's fucking great. I was like, it actually, and on the uh, the head of his bed, the. Uh, uh, Head of his bed is like a collage of all these like nudie pictures from like porno mags, <laughs> and he's it's a like, bad kid. and it's like that actually, it actually is one of those some like that set design where you're like, yep, this actually feels like this guy's fucking room. He yeah. would have a weird, he'd have a picture of himself under an axe on like some kind of <laughs> animal skin. <laughs> Like, that's me. I'm some kind of Viking. Like, he stares at that picture every morning. You know what that means? You're a star, you're a star, you're a star. Yeah. Big, bright, shining star. Now, let's go fucking uh, bully some kids at school. (laughs) Let's go. What if this movie was told from the point of view of Eddie Dutra's character? Like, what if he was the the main character in this movie? I'd take it. That'd be something else. I feel like that James Spader is having a ball in this movie. He's so good. 
And the minute, and like even before he says anything, just the way that he looks, you're just oh, like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. But so anyway, so Lauren's got him like hogtied, and he's dragging him around his room, and he like opens up his closet, and he and he finds he's like finds looking for his money. Finds he's his got stash. him at knife point and, too. And this at this point, Lauren like grabs a giant bag of cocaine and goes, "My my, Snow White, <laughs> <laughs> who is this kid? <laughs> what the fuck? I know we've just seen these kids being real my square, my, but uh, Snow White." But they're they're cool too, I guess. Takes, takes a like Spader's got hundreds and hundreds of dollars. He takes a, enough money to like pay for the car keying, yeah. and then throws the rest of the money on him. He's like, and that's it. This is this thing is done. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> that seems like Dutra seems pretty reasonable. He seems like a I mean, cooler heads prevail sort of guy. I right? think it's like it does seem like to a reasonable like at that point maybe he's like these guys are just bullies. And they're fucking with some stuff, but like, if I go in there and I like fucking threaten this guy, yeah, then, Show then him, in a, so he a needs normal to know that I'm more formidable. And then this, than he and then is. this guy might go like, "Shit, I'm gonna, I actually am gonna back down." Right. Yes. But he doesn't know that he's uh, apparently awoken psychopaths, because <laughs> then it escalates even further. <laughs> it's the same thing as when William Peterson goes to the pirate house and in, uh, in fear and like knocks all their shit, breaks all their yeah. shit. Right. And you're like, oh, I guess this will be the end of it. Now then. can it? Oh psychos? man, he wrecked our stuff. Let's leave him alone. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> I know how to deal with psychos. I know, I know that they're pretty reasonable. This and fear actually end very similarly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this <laughs> they do. No, they, the, so. the climaxes are basically the same. I, I guess mean, so. One's at an amusement park. And they make, this, they, uh, they make, they make as much sense. Uh, so anyway, the war escalates. Let's just, let's just say, kill like, the to, rabbit. to give a little hint at the, about the ending here, that Dutra really should have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Dutra absolutely should have just taken this as a hint to yeah. leave these fucking kids alone. Leave the new kids alone. They are... They are. They're, they're not monsters. Bad. They're not monsters, but they are, they are gonna. <laughs> I would say they they're can, not monsters. They can take you. Yeah. They can take you on. So I mean, except <laughs> except for that one scene, the new kids are pretty no, much they're defending, good, they're good guys. defending sure, themselves. Sure. And even in that scene, he's like kind of trying but to. It's more like to killing best, best defense is a good offense or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna take this to them. They're terminators. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so none of this. So obviously they do not take his advice. And, no. And, and this is this is where Sir Laurie Laughlin's in the shower. Yeah. Uh, I think after having the money argument possibly with Lauren and uh, he gave and, Uncle and Charlie in the all shower savings and you see and you start getting actual legit horror movie music and yeah. then when they throw they like someone breaks into her bathroom and then throws a dead bloody rabbit into her shower you get act, the, the music from Psycho <laughs> <laughs> they, they do like Psycho music yeah uh, and it's the rabbit it's that she's movie. been holding a lot, going like, "I love this rabbit." It's this giant fucking rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. I mean, I don't think they actually killed that rabbit. Although with this movie, I don't know. Who maybe knows? <clears throat> she, you have seen her earlier on carrying this rabbit around, going, "You're so beautiful, aren't you beautiful?" And this is an ugly, ugly rabbit. Shit just got real. Yeah, yeah. So they they kill the rabbit. But you and, know that rabbit's doomed as soon as she picks it. Oh up, yeah. Though. All so many of these animals are doomed. Well, yeah, you re- but you you know for sure that rabbit is because it's like, well, she likes that rabbit. That rabbit's doomed. You don't realize exactly the extent of <laughs> doomed all these animals are. So and then so like at one point that you see like uh, Spader's like talking to his to, to his fellow troglodytes and they're about to ratchet things up and then one of the ki- kids shows a semblance of reasonableness for one second and he's like, hey, maybe we should leave it alone. And James Spader's like threatens to kill him yeah. or whatever. Either you're either with us or against us. And he's like, oh, I'm with you, man. I love you. Because there's like a fight. That's, that was his one chance. Because then there's a fight where like uh, the Lauren like fights one of them in front of all the, all the school. He, fight, he fights and he, like, two of them. He kicks their. Ass. Yeah. He kicks their asses. Kicks their then, fucking asses. And then they like corner him in a bathroom in the school, all five of them, and they beat the fucking shit out of him. 
Oh, after Lauren Which kicks, is, kicks their asses, he goes, anybody want else want to fuck with my family? <laughs> and Lori Laughlin is cheering him on the whole cheers, time. Yeah. Everyone's cheering No, but it's great. Him. It keeps cutting to her going like, yes, like fucking kick his ass. And I'm like, man, these kids are They're ready to go. go. <laughs> they are like not, because, you know, a lot of times in that kind of scene, she'd be like, you know, the, it'd be, he's Stop defending. Stop it, don't fight. Yeah, because yeah. he's defending her and she'd be like, don't escalate things. Don't, I don't yeah, want yeah, you yeah. to. But she's like there going like, yeah, fuck him up. Fuck I mean, these guys up. And I love it. It's great. As much as, uh, as much as the, the, the brother has been sort of taking the lead in the movie as far as like duking it out with the bad guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like the movie sets you up from the very beginning to go to know that like Lori Laughlin is like the tougher, smarter. She's the smarter one. She's, she's like the leader. You know what no, I mean? She's I think no so. slouch either. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's more like she's sort of like she was charge. like the favorite. She's in charge. But there's yeah. but there's no like I would uh, I would have preferred to see uh, liked a scene in it where Lori Laughlin kicks someone's ass too that you yeah. don't really get unfortunately. No, she just gets captured. She does get so they so they go to a school dance and, and this is is this this is after casual school dance after Lauren gets his ass kicked at the urinals. There's like it's like six on one, so he can't he can't really, and they end up kicking the shit out of him. So he's like recovering. There's another montage, and then there's flashbacks to the original montage, and so he's like remembering the montage to do the new montage, and he's like, and then you see them kind of going on with their lives a little bit. He doesn't retaliate, I guess, against this huge beating that he that he just took, and he I just he's he gonna, just recovers. Just gonna let it go. Like maybe, let it maybe go. it'll end now. <laughs> and uh, and so then they go to the dance. There's a there's a school dance, and yeah. it's like that's a normal thing that kids do. We're just gonna get back. What to What was the dance that Spader asked her to? Yep, was the dance that Sp- Sadie Hawkins dance? Sadie Hawkins dance? No, no. And uh, because she'd have to ask him. <clears throat> yeah. And they're all dancing around, and things are. Well, things Dutra are doesn't normal. play by these rules, though. <laughs> he doesn't play by any rules. And then Lori uh, Lori Laughlin's got to go to the bathroom, and then they start playing the spooky horror music, <laughs> and you're like, oh no. Yeah. And so she- <laughs> She gets captured by the bad guys. James Spader is behind a door, and there's a classic horror movie yeah. like he's behind the door, sort of thing. But then the other guys have cornered her in the hallway, and then they the other they the other kids can't find her, and then they're like, "We gotta find her," or whatever. And then the bad guys have taken her off to somewhere. They 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 Some, put her in the van and they take her out to a field and yeah. this is the pretty demented scene where they're like spraying uh, lighter fluid all over her and like holding matches like right above her and going yeah. <laughs> you fucking bitch you. this is the point at which I as a viewer I'm going like what is their plan here like <laughs> yeah, what psychos. do they think I this mean is, obviously they're psychos yeah. that's my that's not my point my yeah. point is like. We're gonna go take her out to the field and maybe rape her and set her on fire and then everything's gonna be fine. We'll get yeah. away with it. This is the yeah. This is the part it's, it's where Florida. this is the part where they like turn to like the real sadistic bullies. Yeah. But even and I say Stephen King bullies because you know everybody knows what that means that they're like actual fucking uh, murderers now. But even in the Stephen King uh, bullies, there's generally one of them or something that's like, hey guys, this is not a good idea. Yeah. But all these guys are just seem like that, which is why it reminds me of fear. Is that like yeah. those all those guys like go to do this home invasion and then yeah. are like, yeah, well, this is our plan. And you're like, what was your plan? <laughs> yeah. well, how did you think that you oh, were, we're going to get look, away? We're with going this? to kill her family <laughs> and take her hostage. She's going to be my wife, and we're not going to be particularly careful about it or have no. a plan. And it's going to be fine. So, so yeah. these guys, step three, step four, and then profit. profit. So these guys do yeah. the same thing. But she, uh, they're trying to light her on fire and uh, like. Uh, rape her, I, I assume which they're going to rape her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she she escapes. She escapes because she's tough. Because she's because she's badass, and so she escapes back to goes running back to Santa's uh, Santa's, Santa's Funland. Yeah. 
and this is where the climactic, showdown time. The climactic show, showdown happens, and this is one of the truly one of the greatest scenes in movie history. Well, they've already gotten the bad guys have got have beat her there, yeah. and they've killed. Is that a, is this when she escapes? Is that the point where James Spader screams that fucking cunt? I want her dead. Yep. <laughs> and and none of the other guys that w- w- there with her with him are like. Um, Maybe not. What? <laughs> no, they're like, yes, let us they let's go. kill her. They're, they're all like, yeah, let's get her. Let's and you're commit like, murder. Mm-hmm. We're 17. And so they not only do they go there, they're like, we're going to kill her. They go there and they kill all of the animals at the at the farm. This is the, so they're pouring blood. They've got Uncle they got Charlie Uncle tied Charlie up. Uncle Charlie tied up. The, the wife, Uncle Charlie's wife is uh, off somewhere off else. Somewhere. She's like out of town. Thankfully, they got Uncle Charlie tied up, and this is the scene that Kevin's right, where they're draining the cow of mm-hmm. its blood. They have a huge bowl of blood, and, and we know that the pit bulls—they've got a pit bull that that, <laughs> that munches on stuff that has blood. They, tra- so they, they were they training pour- it on a rope earlier, and the sheriff came by. and was like, "That dog's pretty mean." And he's like, "Yep," <laughs> and you're like, "God, this fucking Florida man." <laughs> They pour, so so they're like new dousing, kids versus Florida. Man. They're dousing Uncle Charlie in blood to the, for the idea that the pit bull is going to eat his face. And then uh, I think Lori Laughlin does something to like kick the bowl of blood. She kicks the bowl of blood up onto the big the big to the big, They actually the bad guys get killed in order of like their like usefulness. They're, they're like useful or they're like they're like usefulness. So they're like the big fat guy first, then this sort of dope, and then like the two sort yeah, of Gideon second to last, and, second, and then, goes and then last. of course yeah. So but it does it in order of like which. Which guy like the lamest? So the one. dog eats him. So dog fucking chews that like spits that. And then they, they, one <laughs> of the guys, his throat one out. of the guy, then they get away. And one of the guys goes over to him and goes, <laughs> he goes. Boy. The guy, one of his buddies, goes over and he goes, he got the juggler, got the, <laughs> got got the, the juggler. juggler. Oh, and, me, and also at this point, uh, Lori Laughlin's escaped and she kicked the blood and they attacked him. And James Spader shot, shoots Uncle, shot Uncle shoots Charlie, Uncle Charlie with a shotgun. So at this yeah. point, they're just fucking. Uh, they're not even like doing. A, they're just like we're just gonna kill. They people. They each have a shotgun. And these guys yeah. are I these guess, shotguns have. Unlimited ammo. They're constantly shooting. I guess them. these guys are just assuming they're going to uh, just kill all these people and burn the place burn down, the place and get down away with and be it? like, yeah. and be like, well, we weren't there. <laughs> they weren't there. Well, how if can, the cops come, they'll kill all the cops. It? If yeah. the National Guard comes, they'll kill all the National Guard. <laughs> know, it seems to be what their it's plan Eddie is. Dutra. It's um, Eddie Dutra. Do you know what that means? <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> Um. So that so that now they're ch- they're chasing Lori Laughlin all around with their shotguns, just shooting. Yeah. They're shooting at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, <laughs> she's dodging, and him. she turns on the uh, all the uh, like she turns the power on the rides at some point. Uh, I can't remember if it's her or Lauren because at a certain point Lauren shows up, and now it's it's it's, it's time. On. It is on. And she uh, and one of the one of the dudes is at the top of the Ferris wheel yeah. to like get a get a bird's eye view of what's going yeah. on and find. So he can her. pick him off if he sees them like going around. Someone turns the power on and uh, and he falls off the top of the Ferris wheel. Well, no, dies. no, because because uh, uh, Lauren climbs up it and like locks it. He, yeah, he locks he, it. Like, so locks it the spin. he locks it so that the does the chair the doesn't spin. And so then they start it moving again. And he's like, oh, oh! And these guys are such fucking idiots that they, he can't figure out how not to die on the thing. And so he just falls and dies. He's in a heap. So he's, he's the, dead. So he's a seventeen-year-old kid is fucking dead. Uh, but you know, I mean, he was he was going to murder Another them. Kid he was trying to murder they them. They were all going around. Shooting they were all shooting. At, at it's them. just madness. Uh, and, and yeah, so he's dead. And then, like, I think Spader goes up and takes his pulse and goes, "Shit!" And so, 
Lauren like th- like splashes water all over the bumper car thing. <clears throat> oh okay. man, this I'm is not a good quite one. sure what his plan is with this, but it works. Well, because it's like he's gonna electrocute, gonna electrocute this guy. Yeah, he just hopes that someone will go under the bumper. Uh, cars, I think the I guess. guy is like chasing him, so yeah, he's, he's like gonna like, he's gonna he lures the guy over to the bumper cars. He spread water all over this shit, and then he basically like kicks him into this electrical board and yeah. fries this guy. Guy number Goddamn two, bug lamp, electrocuted <laughs> to death. Yeah, me- another kid. Dead. Meanwhile, all these guys are like. Uh, have have like fucking shotguns and are shooting at these kids. So yeah. it is it is self defense. Oh, our heroes aren't just murdering these guys. In Although if they had been, I mean, great. That'd it's be fine. Just, too. It's just amazing how how gory it is. Because then the next guy, I think it's Gideon. Is it Gideon who gets decapitated he's, by a roller coaster? He's the guy. He's the last. The second to last guy is the guy who like spit on the screen and yeah, was that's like Gideon. He's like Gideon. basically the second in command. Gideon uh-huh. is the spitter. The third in command who got electrocuted <clears throat> was the guy who uh, briefly for five seconds was like maybe we shouldn't do this. And James Spader yelled at him, and then he was like, okay, well he's dead now. <laughs> Yeah, he gets decapitated. Gideon gets fucking decapitated by a roller coaster, <laughs> which is fucking. And I great. think maybe it was at that point when I watched it the first time. I was like, "This is my favorite movie yes, of all time. I, this is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> it is unbelievable, and it's gory." So, so then it's just so James then it's Spader's sh- left <laughs> with James Spader at because this is this uh, Santa's yeah. Funland is also a gas station. Yeah, <laughs> and they get into a gas a gas flame war. Yeah, James Spader starts. Shoot, he he like starts the flame, and he's like gonna flame them, and then. Um, what happens? He's he just wrestles it. He wrestles it and he starts and on fire. And then sprays fire all over James Spader and James Spader's on fire going, ah! <laughs> ah! Yeah. Dead. And he dies. And he fucking dies. And then, <laughs> and then the ending is the best. Cut to a picture. The ending of this movie is fucking great. It's so good. Cut to a picture of a newspaper and the news, and the news, the headline is Bloodbath at Funland. Yeah. <laughs> accurate. Very accurate. And, and, then, then, it, and then underneath it that it says, back. not fake news. Underneath that it says, five die as dope crazed vandals terrorize amusement And park. it pulls back, the camera pulls back and it's the Funland and it's been all fixed up and everybody's there and Uncle Charlie, who did not die. No, he's fine. He's he survived and he's like regaling all the people there with the, st- Here's the where story. Here's we killed of, all those punks. The story of when they attacked him and stuff. And so he found a way to make his scam work because people are going to the the murder funland and he's and it's fucking so they're, and they're come selling, see the place and it's where a, all these teenagers. Dies. It's a fucking happy ending. Everybody like uh, uh, Eric Stoltz and the the other guy's girlfriend come come up in a car and they're like, "Go on, kids, you guys go have fun." And they drive off and then the camera like lingers on this little kid. Oh, uh, and right before you see this. Like Uncle Charlie goes, we've oh, all yeah. seen the last of those bloody loonies. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, <laughs> and he's like, have we then? And he's like, everybody's at the fun land. And then this little kid who you saw briefly in an earlier scene with I the rest of his, I think with the Gideon's rest of his little swamp brother. family yeah. was like out there, and he like. So you're like, oh shit! So they, they got all left. of them, and then there's this little kid who like just stares, watches them drive off, and is just angrily staring at the camera. And it's like the movie ends with an ominous shot on a eleven year old boy. Dude, what and if it was like, great? Oh, no. It's great. What if it turned out it was Nev Campbell from Wild Things? Like oh, the yeah. Swamp Trash swamp Revenge. Trash. <laughs> Pill pop and swamp trash. It's better than the, it's better than the dumb twist thing at the end of Friday the thirteenth, the stupid jump scare where Jason jumps out of the lake, which doesn't make any sense. This is like a great twist where you're like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> This kid's gonna grow up and kill those people, or Man. maybe just not. Maybe he'll just do it in the middle of the night. Who knows? Tragically, we never got a new kids sequel. We never get the new new kids. Mm. How yeah. has this not been rebooted? I guess because nobody knows about it's it. It's fucked up too. I, I think people might have problems with all these kids being murdered. I wouldn't. Like, I love it, it I, but I it's just wild. Oh, it's so yeah, good. I think it's great. It's it's really good. Uh, I think I'm, I'm shocked that no none of these like 
sort of boutique labels have put this out on Blu-ray. It's or on a decent yet. DVD, yeah. But yeah, I'm but surprised I mean, but like Vinegar Syndrome or like or, Shot Factory hasn't yeah, put this out. I don't understand. Like what? Because like what? Like where? Who are the yeah. rights in? There's no like I can't. I didn't. I didn't hear any Bruce Springsteen songs. I didn't hear any like weird things where like oh we can't get the rights to this movie because the the song this Billy Joel song yeah. or something. It's like it, it, it just it, seems like the type of movie that's like ready to have like some kind of rediscovery i don't think this is the reason why but just like one of the reasons that it is fucked up at least in this day and age is the fact that there are like oh. psychos in high school hey like, guess what it is psych- coming out on blue is it really yeah uh it's it's coming out from uh what's the company here they do they do like retro stuff so like if you look at the cover it actually looks like it's a blu-ray size cover but it looks like a vhs case with the oh. tape sliding out see I'm absolutely buying it on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, nice! What yeah. is it? Uh, it's not Vestron or something. No, it's oh, I've I can't remember what the company is. They put out yeah. like that weird yeah, uh, yeah. songwriter that's a good, movie that's and a, stuff. Okay, I like that cover too. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. I, well. Well. Anyway. Uh, ne- never mind. God bless uh, that company for putting yeah. new kids out on Blu-ray. Everybody, uh, go buy a copy of uh, New Kids on Blu-ray. Yeah. Serious. Comes out August thirteenth, so you got it's a com- little time. Coming soon. I, I, I can't up. imagine not liking this movie. It, it's so much fun. If you're in, if you're into movies for similar reasons that we are, and you probably are, if you're listening to this podcast, you need do yourself a favor and watch this movie. Yeah. Find, find a way to watch it. If you're so from, fun. if you're from Mill Creek Entertainment and you're listening to this right now, send us some free shit for God's sake. <laughs> Send us some, us some copies of the fucking New Kids Blu-ray. Send us some copies of that. If you got if you got any New Kids swag, do you guys still make swag? Send yeah. us some New Kids uh, lighters or something. <laughs> some, this movie rules. some New Kids Santa Claus uh, bottle openers <clears throat> or something. I think I, I think I, I I peeled off enough quotes already, but just one yeah. last one. This is a fun thing that Uncle Charlie says, where he's like, "They're gonna get gonna get rich from their scheme." He's like, "Soon enough, we're gonna be farting through silk." <laughs> <laughs> All good. right. All right, that's a good. I think that's a good way to to four Juds. Yep. Interesting. One Douglas. It's not that sleazy. It's not that sleazy. Oh boy. I'm gonna go with uh, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten uh, trips to see Saturday Night Girls at the drive-in. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Saturday Night Girls, I was looking at the IMDb trivia for this movie, and uh, this is a good. This is a prime piece of IMDb trivia. I don't know if you're a fan of looking at IMDb trivia like I am to see just the most inane bullshit <laughs> that you can possibly find. Uh, let me let me look this one up though because it's really good. Uh, it, it, it involves the Saturday night the Saturday Night Girls bit. Let's see here. In the library scene, Gideon. I'm reading this directly. This is a verbatim quote from IMDb trivia. In the library scene, Gideon asks Abby to the drive-in to see a movie called Saturday Night Girls, and he, she turns him down, saying she has seen it, but there has never been a movie called Saturday Night Girls. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm knocking it down two stars. Do they, do they call, is that in the, uh, uh, like, a gaff section? Like a, no, it's just in the regular trivia. Uh, it's not in the regular they trivia. They didn't put that in the screw-ups? Yeah. Well, I was going to give it five uh, uh, Juds until I heard that. Now yeah, I'm right. giving it two. This is, I was watching, I was watching well, well, we'll talk about why in a second, but I was watching Pacific Heights the other day, and there was an IMDb trivia for that one. It says, this movie stars Michael Keaton, Matthew Modine, and Melanie Griffith. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And all of their names start with M. Holy <laughs> shit. It's true. Classic IMDb it trivia. It checks out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, five, five Juds. I fucking love, love this, this movie. Yeah. This is like I live for this sort of shit. This, sort of, this, this movie is just crazy. Uh, there's no other way to put it. And watching it again, I think I might have even thought it was more crazy because it was just like, yeah, this movie really exists. And in addition to just being crazy, it totally delivers. It's fun. The script is insane. The performances are fantastic. Like, it's it's pure joy. I love Lauren it. Lauren is very memorable. Lauren is a very memorable actor. 
I wish uh, that. I hope that guy's. Yeah, you know, I hope uh, he's happy. Hope he's happy. Lauren, yeah. if you're listening, we, let, I, you're get in good, touch with you're us. You're good in this movie. We're just calling you. We just don't. You know, you weren't in other movies. He so is good you, in this movie. Yeah, and I, you did your own stunts. That was cool. Yeah, good, um, great job. Um, <laughs> and it's one one Douglas. Not not that much sleaze. Some sleazy talk. You're but less, I mean, you're giving it less. Douglases than you gave uh, the last one, which happened. I think you should give this at least as many Douglases as Jack's back. Oh, because of the Spader thing, Spader and because he's hogtied. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Way hotter. I forgot about that. Two Douglases. Sorry to call you out on that. That's right. Was forgetting that. You fucking pervert. (laughs) You fucking. Uh, you should see Travis's room. He's got a big poster of James. It's just he's got a big picture of hogtied James, James Spader in like a tiger speedo on top. I of painted it myself. It's acrylic. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's very. And he's good. He's got an Ultron body pillow, which is kind of strange. <laughs> good on top. But look, of me. I am not into kink shaming anyone. No, thank you. No, no, no. I'm just pointing out that that's a great thing that Travis has in his room. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm not shaming him. We all get to use it. It's fun. All are welcome <laughs> to come see my Ultron body pillow and. Six foot by nine foot hogtie James Spader acrylic painting that I did myself. It's not that episode is not called Shame Spader. <laughs> Although it could be. It could be. Spader neutered is Edgar a Pet little Spader bit better. neutered. Uh yeah. Uh, two two Douglases. I'm I'm giving it one fucking roller coaster decapitation. Mm. Unbelievable. What do you got, Kev? Uh I'm giving, I'm going with four four Juds. Four Juds is solid. Solid, but I don't think it's like <clears throat> perfect or anything but it's no. it's fucking it's fucking great wildly entertaining film. um wildly entertaining and i'm i'm gonna go with uh three douglases there's not like a lot of there's no like nudity or anything in it but like just the language i mean all the quotes that you yeah. did, that you're reading everything those guys say is fucking disgusting there's sort of this like this like gl- sheen of grime sheen of it's just this grimy like feel to the whole thing like nothing really gr- too gross or sleazy happens in it, but everybody's constantly saying gross shit. What do we call it just a, a patina of sleaze. And and also that scene in James Spader's room is just like you get this little glimpse of this guy's room. It's like <laughs> this guy's gross, and and he's like, and there's a shot of James Spader in the moonlight just laying there in like yeah. a speedo, being hogtied and <laughs> held at knife point. Uh, so you know that's it's, uh, it's an icky movie, which is why that scene when they when they kidnap Lori Loughlin, you're like they could anything could happen here. That's what which is. Yeah. Why it's yeah. kind so of I mean, unnerving. that's why I go like two and a half, three Douglases because it it pulls back. It doesn't actually go like Last House on the Left. Yeah, you know, right. So it's right. Not, it doesn't turn into like the most unpleasant nightmare you've ever seen. But, but it, it sure it, feels like, like it. Could. It feels like it could at any moment. Yeah, you don't. You don't think you think it, the fact that it pulls back a little actually makes it a better movie in a little in some ways because it's like able to still. We're able to still walk away from this movie going like that was fun, yeah. As opposed to that <laughs> was fun until yeah. this happened. Ugh. And I, I kind of like the Watcher, where it's like it's fun for a few minutes, where he's doing the dance, and then <laughs> it's fun for like five seconds. Um, and then uh, I, I don't feel so good anymore. <laughs> uh, wait, what did you guys? What were your rank, ratings? I, I had remember. four. Four? No, what were your for? Uh, uh, one, oh. one decapitated, uh, one roller coaster. I had decapitated. trips to the drive-in to see Saturday Night Girls, oh, a movie okay. that does not exist. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, I'm gonna do something that does exist. Then uh, I'm gonna do one out of one hogtied spaders. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Mm-hmm. Hogtied underwear spaders. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, Spader neutered. Mm. Uh, what are we doing next well, time? Well, I want to make some sp- some Spaderman underoos. What's Ooh. that? Ooh, Spaderman. What are we doing? What are we doing next, next time? episode? Next is time. Keaton's not cheating. Keaton ain't cheating. Keaton ain't cheating. <laughs> what What are the three movies we're doing? Pacific Heights. You okay. know it. One good cop. Uh huh. 
We had to do something. Uh, and Desperate Measures. Yes. We will see how much of a thriller or, or <laughs> Have any of us seen Desperate Measures? Having, I've, well, I've watched all I three of these seen, movies. I haven't, seen, oh, I haven't seen any of these movies. I have seen them all multiple times. I just watched all three of them again this weekend. Uh, One Good Cop's going to be a struggle. <laughs> that seems like a stretch, but... Uh, it's, it's, it's a stretch. It's the closest uh, thing we can come up with as a thriller. Well, if, if, we, if we get into it and we're like, One Good Cop, we can't even talk about that. We'll just talk about Batman. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll pivot to Batman. Multiplicity. Anyway, uh, you guys have been doing great uh, with the reviews on iTunes, but keep at it because apparently it helps with the algorithm some uh, algorithm or whatever. Give us five stars on iTunes and write those reviews. Keep them coming. Yeah. We love it. Thank you. We love you. Uh, do you send us your photoshopped spaders, spaders, uh, spadered. What is it? Spade? Spader, spader neuter, spader neutered, spader neutered. yeah, spader neuter your pets. Uh, do spader or do spader neuter your pets, your pets, please. You know, it's uh, buy some swag. Heck, where do people find the swag? Uh, we got a spreadshirt. Uh, there's a link on our website. Suspense is killing the suspense is killing us com. But if you go to the spreadshirt website, I think you can find it that way. Yeah, um, people man. have bought shirts, so I assume that they figured out how to do it. Um, but yeah, so we got spreadshirt. We got some. And if anybody knows logos. Joe Charbonic, give, yeah. him, give him our fucking we info. Wanna, we we want to hear from him. From him. We or, want his side or, of the story. Or Lauren from the New Kids. We'll get. Uh, we'll, we want to talk to <laughs> or, Lauren or Keanu Reeves' fired assistant. Explain <laughs> yourself, sir. <laughs> yes, Brian or Craig or whomever, whoever your fucking name is. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. Where'd all this come from?